All right, we're going to start episode 107. I'm Tim here with Dan and Jeff. Derek is going to join us, but he just got pulled over, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so he's going to join us from prison. He's going to join yeah. us from prison. But his his message to us, not only did he take time to message us in our group <laughs> chat while being pulled over, but he said he didn't like my personality. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I, really? Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. Derek, yeah. that is a good opportunity to maybe make some adjustments mm. to the old personality when yes. you're when you got the cop standing there with essentially your at least financial life in his hands for the moment, right? Right. So, right. I you know what actually what I assume when he said that he probably started to give his alpha as f impressions mm, mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm. cop, and the cop was like, "I don't need to know about that at yeah. all. I don't care about Elden Ring." He probably uh, did. He was like, "Have you not seen my video?" It's on our YouTube channel, which now has an actual name on it. Have you not seen this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, YouTube.com forward slash current gen podcast. You must not right. be one of the hundred subscribers. <laughs> that actually is a pretty exciting moment for us. So if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for making sure we get the views on there and like it and subscribe and appreciate all that a lot. Because uh, now we're actually at the point where we don't have one of those gobbledygook random letters and numbers <laughs> name in our uh, yes. in our URL. We actually are slash current gen podcast, which is yes. pretty exciting. It's all thanks also, to um, Roland. It's Roland uh, Rolo Wizard. Sorry, I thought it was just Rolo Rolo Wizard and his Rolo uh, Wizard and his friends and Renee's friends. So again, I, I yep. thanked them last appreciate time. You guys, still thank you guys. Yes. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Um, awesome. And also thank you Dan for putting out some extra content. If you haven't seen it, go check out the channel because we've got. Um, our first Let's Play up there, Dan and I were talking yeah. before the show about, you know, maybe recording a little more gameplay here and there of games where, as we like to say around here, that we're diddling a little bit, especially mm. on PC. If we grab a demo or something, like getting some, you know, 30 to 60 minute uh, gameplay videos would be mm. cool. So we're going to try to start doing that if that's what people want, if that's what they'll watch. Also, don't forget we have our new series called Alpha AF impressions, which oh, I cannot I'm, wait for more of that. I'm going to have some later today. So. Okay. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Cannot wait for more of that. So anyway, make sure you're checking out that stuff. And uh, we, we do appreciate it. But um, all right. Well, Derek is going to be joining us as soon as he's out of jail or whatever <laughs> he's got going on. He will right. be here. Yeah. Kyle's not if here. He's this not week. in Facebook jail. He's in physical jail. Like yeah, he's in one of those. He's, one of, he's in one of the other most time, most of the time. <laughs> um, so Kyle will be here uh, maybe next week, but he's out this week. Uh, and um, so we're just going to jump right in to some stuff. I actually want to start with the state of play of Hogwarts Legacy before we yeah. talk about things we're playing and some other stuff. Um, but I wanted to start with that. That feels like, uh, okay, selfishly, that's like the biggest news of the week, the most exciting thing. So I just want to talk about it right away because... I think this game is looking really exciting and really fun. So Sony had a state of play, and I think this is pretty unique that they featured a third-party multi-platform game. Yeah. Um, but it also makes sense because it is, you know, one of the biggest IPs out there. It's, it's mm-hmm. already got a huge audience. Uh, it's major developers, you know, from people, WB. People Avalanche. like Harry Potter? I didn't know they were... A few people so. do. I think a few so. people do. Yep. yep. I thought it was just me. It was... <laughs> you Jeff's couple, like, yep. this is my world. Um you're but, a wizard, uh, Jeff. But it, so in that sense, it makes sense. It's just, it seems unique to me uh, that Sony would do this. But it was very cool. It was about 15 minutes or so of actual gameplay with the narrator explaining some things. And they had some interviews afterwards that my kids were watching with me and they all bounced as soon as it was just people talking <laughs> about right. it. They were like, oh, yes. we're out. But I watched it with three of my kids who are super 
Harry Potter fanatics. They they like to listen to all the audiobooks. They play all the Lego Harry Potter games. They you know watch all the movies, um, and uh, they're very excited for this too. They're already even today, they were talking again about what kind of character they're going to create and what kind of spells they want to learn and all the different things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, it looks very cool. But what did you guys think? I'll start with you, Jeff, because I know you are a big Harry Potter fan. What did you think about this? Did it like I know we already had expectations of ooh Hogwarts Legacy. This looks cool. But now that we've gotten a real I would call it a pretty deep dive into what the game's going to be like. What do you think? Is it meeting that hype, exceeding it? What do you think? Yeah, I think it, I think it's exceeding it, honestly. This feels like everything they showed felt like a dream game for Harry Potter fans. And I think... Um, I don't know. There wasn't really a whole lot on story aside from what the plot is, but I don't know if there's any choice and consequence at all to anything you're doing even though it feels like a game that should have that because you are playing a student who's a fifth year um who kind of has to get in some deep crap and you have to you know make some alliances and stuff so i figured that there would be some type of ground to cover in regards to choice and consequence but it feels like it's going to be a linear game uh, where you don't really have a say in, in in that type of direction but aside from that um everything in regards to the gameplay how quickly you can switch spells um, how it looks when you're attacking enemies, like Dude, the just, enemies like flipping in the air yeah, all over the place. <laughs> it's so cool. Like it's like it's not just like uh, this. I don't really know what else to compare it to, but it's not like a Lego thing where yeah. it's just like oh, it, you hit them with a spell and they just like collapse or whatever. It's like you know if they float in the air, their body moves around, and then you hit them with like a you know like whatever this fire spell is called, yeah. and then they just go up in flames or whatever. It's so cool. I love that type of stuff. Well, mixing and, matching uh, stuff like that is going to be fun because obviously yeah. there's all sorts of different spells. So like it's like you're going to be doing like combos of spells like to these enemies, and I'm sure there's going to be defensive spells also. Yeah. You you can literally be like drinking potions in the middle of combat to like enhance your your character and and do and, certain and it, things. So. And it sounds like none of those spells or potions you'll have without going to class. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some default spells that you'll start sure. off with. Like, everybody's going to have, like, uh, Harry Potter's famous spell that he always uses uh, to stun people. Spectro it's a stun control, spell. The Spectro no, something? No. no that's that that's for dement- the Dementors. That's no, for the, the Dementors. <laughs> the Dementors. <laughs> you no, know, I, so I was wrong. Just it's... Stun- Go ahead, Jeff. I was just saying, it's the, it's a spell that Harry Potter uses to stun people. Oh. I can't remember what it is, uh, what it's called. But he always shouts it, and to the point where the Death Eaters knew it was him in the books at least they figured out who the real harry potter was in the final book <laughs> because he was using his spell that he always freaking uses and sure. everybody else uses different he's always trying to stun people <laughs> and they're like oh that's that's the guy that's, right there yeah that's that's potter right there yeah <laughs> uh so uh yeah i love that and i love the open world traversal where uh it sounds like more locally you can kind of travel on your broom but i'm sure it's yeah. uh there's a spell on the broom so you can't go Outside the walls of Hogwarts, I think that's they try to do that on all the brooms for kids. Yeah. Um, but you can fly around on Pegasus when you're trying to go off ground, so that's really cool. Like a just a magical horsey with wings. That's so amazing. And, so and I was very wrong about the developers of this game. I was very yeah. wrong. I really thought it was the same guy because it's WB Games, and for some reason I thought Avalanche uh, Software. I thought they're the ones who made the Mordor games, the Shadow of War and Mordor. No, that was Monolith who made those. Yeah, okay, totally. That was I was wrong on that. that was, then I thought, oh, okay, they're the cause, ones who did uh, like Just Cause and Rage Two. No, that's Avalanche Studios. This is Avalanche Software, 
Mm. And their history includes games like Cars 3 Driven to Win, Disney Infinity 3.0, Toy Story 3 Bolt, Meet the Robinsons. I mean, they have been Disney, Disney, Disney. I mean, that's where they started. They were created. Toy Story 3 is actually a really fun video game. I don't know if you guys have played that. No, but I I can say that the Disney Infinity games are fun. They're not great but they are fun yeah, yeah, yeah all that all that to say i was very oh, wrong on the pedigree i was very wrong on the pedigree. for some reason in my mind this is like the shadow of war and shadow of mordor guys and i'm like i cannot wait i still or can't Mad wait max i still echo mm-hmm. everything that jeff just said i think there's lots to be excited about but the developer pedigree is not what i thought it was yeah um, which doesn't necessarily mean anything every studio like if you would have told me that the guys who made the Killzone games are going to make an open world action rpg i would have been like oh goody i can't wait like i wouldn't have cared <laughs> right and, then, and now and now the Horizon yeah. games are some uh-huh. of my favorites ever. So that's okay. But I don't know if that makes sense. There's a little bit of that disappointment there where I'm kind of like, sure. oh, I thought maybe there would be but, the guys you know, who created the Nemesis um, system. You know what I mean? But it's not be- Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah, benefit of the doubt for sure. But I wanted to clarify that because I think, I don't remember if on the show I've said that, but I've definitely said that in our Facebook group and, mm-hmm. and in our chat. Been like, yeah, this is the guys. Who-. No, it's not the guys who <laughs> make that at all. That, I mean, there might be some employee crossover by chance, but it's sure. not the studio. Yeah. So um, anyway. Um, but, but I mean, I agree with everything you just said, Jeff. I think it looks amazing. The visuals look really cool. I do think um, I'm with you on it looks kind of linear. Like this is the story that your character, whoever you create, is going to go on. Here are the villains. Here's what you're trying to do or stop them from doing. Here are the friendships you create. That's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Although it might not be that direct. There might be some room for some ebb and flow. But it does it does not have the vibe to me of you could go like fable style, totally dark or totally light. It doesn't look like that to me. But but it does have like a bully vibe to it because oh hey, speaking of um <laughs> speaking the, of bully. Uh, <laughs> when you said bully, Derek appeared. Yeah, the the did the did the cop uh, bully you into he didn't bully you into prison? No? You're good? I'm i I'm good. Okay. Um my alphaness took care of that cop. Oh okay. <laughs> You have it. You have a ticket. You totally have a ticket. <laughs> um, yeah, it has that bully vibe, right? Of going to school and like going to classes and and doing extra specific things, Persona. or you can like you can roam the the sort of the outside of the school. They didn't show Quidditch, but I mean, it's gonna have Quidditch, right? Well, it has it to has riding to. on the broom. The broom ha- riding well, yeah. looked like yeah some pretty so cool controls and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, they're obviously saving that because that's like a big that's a big aspect for yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why maybe. They didn't cover everything. Maybe they didn't cover uh, the choice, yeah, 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 consequence aspect that could be in the story because it feels like too big of a game to not have that. I that's just my. I mean, that's based on what we saw. I mean, but, but I, to be fair, Horizon doesn't really have good or bad choice. You have a story you're following. You have like three or four key choices you have to. You make have decisions. Maybe they'll that. have a similar thing here where there's yeah. some choices, but it's a pretty narrow story overall. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that's a good um, point. That's a good point. Horizon handles that well. So, yeah. I, you know, they could... could Either way, too. there's definitely freedom and, and, and choice as far as, like, again, with the classes and making potions, and you have yes. that little you have that little room where you have all sort yeah. of... You, you keep upgrading the room with, like, all new room sort of... of con- the room of requirement, yeah. Yeah, room um, of requirement. So that's yeah. actually interesting, too, is the... They do have a skill tree, so there are light RPG elements. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless of there not being dialogue, whatever choices, yep. uh, there are, you know, much like Horizon, there's skill tree and, and you know Arkham, whatever the Arkham games is like, just, just like any of those, basically. Yeah, yeah. It didn't look like one of those because the kids were asking me, like, can you choose what classes to specialize in and like upgrade your skills there? That's a cool concept. I don't, I didn't get that vibe. It looked like more like you have to attend these classes and hear the mini games that you do in those mm-hmm. classes, and then kind you unlock a new, a new potion or a new skill. 
but I don't I don't think it's one of those things where your specialties that you choose decide what classes you're in. I don't think it's that complex of a system. Like I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, there could still, be again. There could be so much stuff they didn't cover yet. And they they're going to introduce a lot of very new, but looks like very unique characters. Even some of even like the one, for example, the one potions um, guy, the professor. Yeah, had yeah. like Same. a limp. Yeah. He had like a limp as he was limping across. And I yeah, was like, yeah. There's going to be something there too. Like they're they are using some pretty interesting, yeah. very quirky character elements yeah, to make sure that everyone feels unique. Which I, I like that stuff. Everything, all the characters are completely new, with the exception of the the ghosts on the grounds. Like nearly the headless, headless Nick. Yeah, nearly headless Nick and all that stuff. Like those all look okay. Like I mean, yes, those are familiar. But everybody else is just not born yet. So I mean, yeah. sure, there's probably going to be yeah. some links to the main story eventually. But it sounds like everybody is. I mean, totally, totally a new character. There was nothing about anything that I saw with this, uh, with the gameplay and just what they were showing that didn't feel Harry Potter to me. It, it, it like exactly. just reeked of Harry Potter vibes, and yeah. and it's they clearly are passionate about the IP, and they. Seem like they know what they're doing. It's so. 1800s yeah. is where it's set, right? Or when it's set, right? I think so. I think so. I think so. So my kids were like, does that mean Dumbledore will be a little kid? And I was like, I, I know he's old, but I don't think he's that old. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. Because it's, it's, it's like World War One slash two when he's when he's hot Jude Law or whatever. Ah, uh, okay. Hot <laughs> so, Jude Law, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Is there any other kind of Jude Law? Am I right, guys? I think no. that's the only kind. There is a very distinguished gentleman. Right. Very Actually, that's not true. Have you seen that that Tom Hanks gangster movie where he's like he plays the creepy assassin? Uh, no. Yes, Road to Perdition. Oh. He's Long a creepy assassin ago, yeah. in that. Yes. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, he plays like yeah, and he like, huh. he is ugly. Like they gave him some prosthetics for his teeth, and he's like. I don't know. These make it look that I saw that a long time ago because I worked at Blockbuster when that came out on DVD. So I, I saw like that it a long time ago and it's st- it still sticks with me. Certain scenes still it's stick with me. It's, it's a good one. It's a really good movie. The, yeah. the final scene is so well done when the mm. kid goes out to the beach. That's what I remember. Yeah. Really, really good. And Daniel Craig plays a uh, real skeevy character in that. That's before I he think, became James Bond. I think the son is Nicholas. No, that's not Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt is from about a boy when he's that age. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> No, let's, Maybe it's, is it the Percy it Jackson up. kid? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, Percy. <clears throat> you might be right. I think it might be the Percy Jackson kid. It's huh? someone with that kind of a look, right? Oh, Tyler Hecklin. It's the guy who plays new uh, Superman and the crappy CW shows. Oh, <laughs> that's why. That's, wow. why I didn't, that's why I don't recognize wow. him. All right. So anyway, Derek, we were talking about how the new Harry Potter game, which in my mind was the Shadow of War and Mordor team, but it's not. That's Monolith. I was way off in my memory there. It's the people who made Disney Infinity games and many other Disney games in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that team. So um, anyway, that one looks pretty promising. I thought that was a pretty decent state of play. If you haven't watched it, go give it a look, especially if you like Harry Potter. Listen, and more, we're going to get to more negative news. Um with Sony later when we go through some headlines, but that was the that was the main positive was that they partnered up with WB to present that. We'll come oh, back. It's all downhill from later. Um, I just want to touch real quick on the ID at Xbox showcase and just highlight some of those. Any of those that jumped out at you guys? Um, so you see the list there in the notes. I won't yeah. read through all of them. Does anything jump out at you? For me, it's still Trek to Yomi is the game I can't wait for out of all. Yeah, this. I didn't get around to watching this unfortunately. Actually, okay. Just I would just. Just look for the the trailers are like one minute long. I wouldn't watch the whole three hour thing, but like sure, the, I, I watched the trailers that looked appealing to me on IGN. 
Okay. And the one for Trek to Yomi was like a minute or something long. And then, so good. Uh, and Dude, then it's like some, side-scrolling Ghost of Tsushima. It looks so good. It looks so good. <laughs> and then like some channels uh, like Easy Allies and stuff did get hands-on. So there are longer mm. previews of mm-hmm. uh, of the game and people talking about how it, how good it feels to slice people up. I can't wait. I'll highlight a couple of them. Lost Eidolons looks a lot like Fire Emblem, but kind of more of a medieval fantasy setting as opposed to... What's it called? Uh, whatever. Uh, it's called Lost Eidolons. I think it's, uh, I think it's pronounced Eidolons, actually, Tim. I actually I, have no idea. Eidolons? The only reason I know that is because I'm pretty sure that's what they call summons in 9. So I think it's Eidolons. That's right. It is spelled that same way. Yeah, good yeah, call. Yeah. I think it's pronounced um, Lost Eidolons. It's got a Fire Emblem. Or that. Or that. Lost I Don't Care. Um, yep. Yep. I thought that uh, I thought that WrestleQuest looked hilarious. Yeah, amazing. that's on my radar big time. Yeah. <laughs> so I loved, RPG, right? I loved Golf Story. This looks a lot like that type of art style and that type of humor and silliness. But also, it's a it's like a turn based RPG game where you're wrestling, but it uses sure. real wrestlers like Macho Man and a bunch of other like Andre. classic legends, Andre the Giant and others. And it's telling this RPG story. It's called WrestleQuest. <laughs> it looks it looks silly and fun and creative. Sure. And I, I'm, that one that one's on my radar for sure. I like um, it. <clears throat> I thought that Void Train looked cool. It has a, honestly it had a little bit of a Sea of Thieves vibe to it. Not only because it was first person, but they're including a lot of online cooperative play. And the idea is that you not only can you do first person shooter type combat, but you also do train combat instead of ship combat. You're like out in the middle of this. um, It's kind of like you're in space. You're in this void where the trains are going all different directions, you know, horizontal, vertical, whatever. And you're battling with all kinds of grapple shots and stuff like that. It looks really weird and interesting. And you also upgrade and build out your train. So very creative, I guess you could say um, for that one. That's pretty much it. I mean, there's a few others. Go check it out if you like kind of unique, um, especially indie style games. There's there's a few others on there that might be worth worth your time. <clears throat> All right. I think uh, uh, Chinatown. Did you already mention Chinatown Detective? Agency? I didn't. Yeah. Could be, could be interesting. It is point and click though, so that's the only downside for me. I, I don't tend to play those games. Uh, and curse. Did you mention Curse to Golf? I'm really bad at actively listening today. Okay. <laughs> Curse the golf. You're still angry cool. at Dr. Dre. That's why I am, <laughs> Dr. Dre. Your damn headphones, man. You worked for a day. Uh, so uh, that yeah, Curse the Golf is that side-scrolling golf game. It's got some RPG and fantasy elements, and uh, that's just silly enough that it might work. Yeah, yeah. Curse the Golf could be a lot of fun. It does have like a it's a side-scrolling golf game. Yeah. But the idea is you use your shots not only to complete the courses but to fight bosses and stuff like that. So um, that one could be fun. Depends on how could be, how it plays. Could be fun. Could be, could be fun. Could be one just to diddle. Which, by the way, if you mm. haven't heard this before, that is usually our phrase for when you don't really want to dive in and play a game, but you also want to get a feel for it. You just want to diddle it a little bit. Diddle you it. Know? This all it's, sounds it's one of these, diddling. Yeah. It's one of these situations. Yeah. yeah. Like Dying Light 2, where you just do the <laughs> sure. hands. Do the sure. Hands. You diddle to, to get the things you need. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we'll well, come back to. Yes. We'll come back to headlines yes. at the Essentially. end. A few other things to cover there, but I wanted to get over the um, state of play the main, and the main the things, yeah. showcase. Let's jump back up to stuff we're playing, especially now that Derek's here, because I want to hear from him and Dan especially. I am yeah. not playing this game at all. I don't think I probably ever will. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that like no. no one should. This is just not a game no. that I feel like I'll ever want to play. No one you, you, won't even, you won't even try the demo? I know the demo's like, how long is the demo? It's kind of long. Here's, long. here's the thing. Don't I'm not even, even going to diddle it. No, oh, honest. Okay. Now that I'm experiencing the game, don't even bother playing the demo because 
like the demo might just put a certain idea in your head of like, oh, well, the gameplay's worth playing. And then it's like, right. then you play the actual game and you're actually experiencing the whole thing, what's meant mm. to be experienced. And it's then it that's actually going to shape your your view on what the game actually is. And for me, it's not positive. So, so of course, we're talking about really it's the latest game to release. It just came out uh, two days ago, yesterday. Um, yesterday, yeah. Yesterday. And that is Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. I'll throw it over to whoever has played it and wants to talk about it, because I've um, got nothing on this one. Derek, I know you oh. said you were trying to get a refund on it, right? Yeah, I got a refund. Okay. Did you I play it enough? Epic Store. Okay. I just played what the demo was, because the demo is the beginning of the game. So yeah, I exactly. started it, and I played it, and I was like, this can't be right. They have to have 4K. <laughs> Let me reboot it. And then I go back in, I'm like, no, this can't be right. They have to have 4K. <laughs> like, for those who don't know, I bought it on PC thinking I could play it at 4K. At I'm thinking that game isn't probably pushing your machine too much. I could at least do 80 to 100 frames per second. No, the highest I could do was 1440p. And um, apparently, I had any experiences because I didn't play it enough, but apparently it's having serious issues on PC that even if you have high-end graphics cards like me, the game is like chugging in areas and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna get a refund this is not a game worthy of 60 dollars at this point later on i will i'm probably gonna like it more than daniel because you and i like things for different reasons well you like sale it'll go on sale and this isn't meant this isn't meant as an insult you like average games more than i do that's not meant as an insult you just are more understanding And I love Final Fantasy more than you guys, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, and you'll address it when you talk, I think you bought it because mainly it's Final Fantasy and you're wanting good stories, good characters, and a great world and atmosphere to live in. That is not what this game is. This game, from the little bit I've played, is all about combat, jobs. The The main reason this game got 7 out of 10s from most uh, reviewers is because it of the job system and the combat and that's that was it they hate yeah. the levels they hate the characters oh they a lot of them did compliment the way the story comes together meaning okay. the first part of the game is terrible and the characters are terrible but the latter part when the story starts to come together and the ending is actually supposed to be pretty good so I'm definitely going to buy it and play it. I just have to decide when, and I'm going to wait until they do what I want when it comes to to the PC. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't this the game where a character in one of the <laughs> cutscenes walks away, putting on headphones, listening to some kind yeah. of like so Mudvayne style rock band? You, you meet yes. you meet the fourth you meet the fourth warrior of light, and she goes on this whole serious spiel about you know chaos and just here to she, kill chaos yeah she's not <laughs> that's what he was there to do so he was obviously upset because she's like i'm not chaos chaos isn't real it's just a story it's just like a, a tale that gets told and blah 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 and he just looks at her and he just goes bullshit and he turns around and just puts on freaking like <laughs> like new new metal like i'm like sorry music, y'all like can make fun of that but that's pretty alpha <laughs> pretty alpha dude like jack, jack is yeah 
Jack is my boy. Jack, Jack is, is the boy. most alpha Final Fantasy character ever, which isn't a compliment. It's just a fact. I mean, you know, there you might know. be some listeners or viewers who are like, what do they keep mean? What do they mean by alpha? <laughs> this explore. character of Jack in Strangers of Paradise is that's what we mean. That's that's the description <laughs> of alpha right there. Have you seen have you seen the clip of uh, the, and I haven't actually gotten to this fight yet, but I watched the clip and it's amazing. Um, there's a, a, a villain that they come across the lich. And it start, it's talking to them and it's like saying some words, or whatever in my name. And he's about to say, my name is Lich. And Jack just jumps up in the air and he's like, I don't give a fuck what your name is. And he just like goes to like punch him in the face. But he's actually, he actually says that. That's what he says in all of his Jackness. Like he's, that's what, that's what that his is character. Yeah. Yeah, is it a awful. comedy? Cause if it's a comedy, that might work. So is it a this, comedy? All right. So this is what's funny. Cause I look on Twitter and I'm just kind of curious what people are thinking about the game. And that seems to be a lot of like the defense of the game as far as like the story and, and the way that the game is presented character wise, story wise, the world, like, Oh, it's supposed to be campy and funny. And it's like, is it though? Is it, or is just, is it poorly written, poorly directed, poor, the, like just, it's just bad. Is- this is the first ever Mortal Kombat movie, and that is, they were making the, that movie <laughs> seriously. They were making although, it seriously. Although they I, were not I do, making lo- it I do love that campy. movie. I do they love were. That. Yeah, that's my point. Is that I think they were making it serious, but when people watched, they were like, <laughs> "But so hold, hold are they on, really the, saying this stuff?" But the difference <laughs> between really? Mortal Kombat and Final Fantasy is this: some pretty serious and like great. You know, story moments and like things that happen throughout the series of Final Fantasy, which more, whereas Mortal Kombat has gotten a little bit more serious lately, right? It's, but it's not in the mid 90s, it wasn't there. Yeah. Sure. And it, that movie was very it. funny too, deliberately. Like, yeah, one liners were very funny on yeah. purpose. Yeah. But um, I will so I say, know. I would say, as a Final Fantasy fan, I think you should play it through. Don't sell it or anything. Play it through and see if the reviewers are true and accurate about the story and how it plays out. Um, I think the combat will be fun. It is still made a lot. Like, like if you like Neo, it's not Neo. Let me first state that. But if you like Neo and Neo 2, there are a lot of similarities. The The biggest difference is and this is the, this is the game that actually did it. People ask, "I want an easy mode for Dark Souls." This game is a Dark Souls t- style combat game. As far as they punish you when you when you die, you can lose all your experience, all that stuff. But they have an easy mode, and I know why they have an easy mode because it's got Final Fantasy slapped on it, and they want people to buy it that are fans of Final Fantasy that are not fans of Dark Souls. It's, and interest- all that. it's interesting that you're say- mentioning the Souls thing because I'm so I'm like eight hours into the game. I'm I'm playing El- well I mean I've taken a break from Elden Ring cuz I'm I'm actually just trying to like get through Horizon actually play it and enjoy it and finish the story. Um like I've played Souls games. This doesn't feel Souls to me. I don't know what the Souls comparison well, cuz there's no experience points. You're not collecting any sort of the, experience. It's just the mechanics behind it. It's more I Neo guess. than Souls, but Neo took from Souls. Sure, yeah. sure. There's I a mean, lot of, the there's comparison. a lot of loot there's a lot of loot. The yes. combat's a lot like Neo, and the graphics are good lord. They're actually worse than Neo. But um, but when I saw it and played like the little bit I played, I was like, this just feels like Neo with Final Fantasy stamped on it, but not yeah. as good. Because like Neo's the leveling, better. the leveling system is more based off of the equipment. So you're not collecting any sort of souls or or currency yeah. for leveling up your character. You 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 do get 
like skill points to sort of add some extra. That's like, what I things. think you lose, though. There's something you can lose. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's so basically when when Jack does his sort of like uh, I forget what the actual word of it is, but sort of the counter move where you see in the trailers how he crystallizes mm -hmm. the enemy. So basically, you 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 stagger the enemy like the the meter builds down, and then you can hit circle and basically like turn them into crystals and crush them. Um, and that increases your um, magic meter, your MP meter. And if you mm -hmm. die, I, I think that's when it like goes back down to just a couple of sections. Because every mm -hmm. time that you you crush um, one of the enemies when you turn them into crystal, you can increase that bar so you can do more special attacks. So any of the um, heavier attacks or the sort of R2 attacks, depending on what class you are, depending on what weapon you're using, you're using magic in order to uh, use those moves. So I think that's where kind of the give and take there is. If you die, then it's like, oh, well, now the meter's been shrunk back down. Um, okay, so it, it's it, not a big deal, but it's still, yeah. there's a little piece of it there. Yeah, there, there's something, yeah, you do have to, you, you can't just go in guns blazing, so to speak, in certain situations. Uh, some of the smaller, weaker enemies, yeah, pretty much. Um, but definitely with like the bosses I've noticed, like, yeah, you do want to kind of take a step back and, and like wait for like an opportunity, but it's not like the AI or sort of like with, with the thing with the souls for, with, from software, which you have to praise is like, like how Tim and I, we were just discussing a second ago, how they're good at like being like, all right, the enemy is going to do this attack. If you're paying attention, you're, you're noticing they're going to do this attack because of a certain thing that a tell, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. something's about to happen, and then you're like, "All right, this is when I need to back away or roll or something." That's why people compare it to like a music or a rhythm game. Sometimes yeah. there's a pattern to everything. Usually, I'm not games. noticing a lot of that with the enemies in this game. Attacks just kind of happen, and it's pretty abrupt a lot of the times. And the lighting is also terrible, so it's hard to but see when they're that, about to do something. That's that's Neo and Neo Two. Like Neo Two, I didn't like it and finish it. Like I. Beat yeah. Neo and then played halfway through Neo again. That's how much I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Neo yeah. too. I didn't even get through all of it because it was just, it was just. It felt like it was just you're hitting enemies like five thousand times, mm. and their attack patterns were annoying. Especially like the I you couldn't learn right. Like you couldn't. No, learn. I. I mean, maybe I just sucked at it. I don't know, but I beat Neo. But Neo too, just to me was. A just annoying game and it's not that i didn't try because uh sasan's a big fan of it so every time you talk yeah. about it i'm like i need to go back and beat it and i would go back and start playing it. and i'm like no i just i don't like this one i don't like it as much the but i i would say fine this final fantasy game again i didn't play it as much as you you're eight hours in i had to in order to get the refund i had to make the decision yeah after i played only a little bit and i was like I'm just going to request a refund now. I don't think this is worthy of $60. No, it's not. Um, especially with everything going on in my life, I have to make better decisions on which games I'm going to buy, which ones I'm not. So I made the decision, this one's not worthy right now. That being said, I will definitely buy it. I will get it later. I will wait for it to get patched. Or if I buy it on console, it would be because I want to co-op it with somebody. Yeah. Um, but oh, so I was going to ask, is there co-op in this? Okay, there, there is. Right. Yeah, you can do co-op. Um, which Jesse White has it, and if he didn't have, if he hadn't have gotten it on Xbox, if he would have gotten it on PS5, I would have bought it and co-opted it with him because him and I actually co-op. But I can't co-op on Xbox because Eli is literally on it. I I don't even know if the kid asking goes for that to asking for that FIFA money. <laughs> I don't even think he goes to school. He's just like, yeah, I'm at home playing. No, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, 
I don't I don't like doing the whole like, oh, well, is this game worth this amount of money? And that's how we're going to critique. I don't I don't really like doing that. But like it, this game is not a $60 game. It's just not just mm. it, it, and and as far as the combat goes, like the combat is competent. But I think why the combat is being praised or sort of acknowledged as like a high point is because everything else about the game is so shitty mm. that the combat just sticks out as being like, oh, well, at least they did something competent here like this this work it does work it's just it's like the kid who gets a c and everyone cheers because he usually gets d's and f's and everything right but like it's like well do you like neo games i played i remember playing the first one and really liking it i just never finished it Uh, i liked it the first one had a boss named Derek you could kill right at the beginning yeah that was in the beginning um so to me if you don't like the neo games then no you're not gonna like this game and i do agree with daniel to a certain extent as far as i do agree that Everything else is done pretty. Terribly. Well, like th- to be. So, let me just be specific though. Like so, like when you when you go into like a new mission, that usually like loads in like a cutscene, mm-hmm. but like the cutscene is either like it's sh- it's very short. You're not getting a lot of context, or it almost feels like they like had like a two minute cutscene, but then they were like, you know what, just shave off like a minute and 45 seconds of this and just take a random section that you, and just throw it in there. It's like, it's just, it things just don't quite add up. Like the, the conversations that they're having are weird and confusing and, and perplexing. Like, I don't know what they mean. Maybe that's why the second half is better. Maybe. Uh, maybe they, yeah. Maybe, maybe it builds up to be more now is gibberish that later it yeah. will come down to I, something. I get the pieces that are coming together where like, and I don't know if you guys care about me spoiling at all, any sort of, do you care or I will never play this game. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, at least to me, and I could be wrong where the game's going to end up, but I think clearly this is a journey that they've been on before. And there's like memory loss elements involved. So, Mm -hmm. and as you're going through some of these missions, neon, the fourth warrior, the, uh, the sort of like skinnier, smaller chick that you find the one that was telling Jack the serious stuff. And he said, bullshit. Um, she starts to kind of like drop like little things like this area is so familiar, like little things like that. So um, and and that kind of stuff could be interesting. But again, it's just so it's so broken up the way that things happen. And again, the cutscenes are just so like it's again, you just feel like you're plopped into the middle of a conversation and you're not getting the context of what's going on because it's almost like you missed the first like half mm-hmm. of that conversation. Um, and is there a translation issue at all going on, you think or? No, I, I think it's just honestly the direction and just the di- like the actual writing of the game. Are you playing is this game with uh, English voice actors? Yeah, yeah. See, um, I left it. I left it with the Japanese, and I thought it was a, a, awesome. <laughs> well, I it sounds it. probably it probably. Okay, James, better. try hard. <laughs> it probably I mean, sounds I better just... that way. But I'm just saying, like, what what is being said is just sounds like. I'm like I'm just saying a couple words to you, and then you're like, "Oh, really? That's interesting." And then oh, like shit. awkward pause, and then just like turn around and start walking. Do you like, know why I pulled you over? <laughs> why? Because you ran the red light. Bullshit. <laughs> and then you crank you crank your cricket up and drive away. <laughs> Yo, Where you are, Yes. It looks like on uh, How Long to Beat, which it does not have this set as something that's uh, final yet, but the How Long to Beat is 18 to 22 hours. Yeah, that's what I heard, yeah. 
Um, so I'm, I'm, so you're, I'm almost you're halfway there. Halfway. Yeah, I'm nearing the halfway point. And maybe, and, and again, again, maybe it was just one reviewer, but I remember somebody, I don't remember who it was, maybe it was Game Informer or whatever, but somebody said that they, that the story wraps up nicely. I mean, and so again, it, it could be similar to how I feel with the combat. The combat seems better than it to me seems better than it actually is because everything else about the game is so unbelievably terrible that the the combat just seems like something that's Possible. adequate like I'm, I'm i'm you know like i i started playing it the other day because i got it 72 hours early because i pre-ordered i canceled my physical copy to did play you the game do the day. digital deluxe or did you just do no regular? just regular and you can and they still gave you 72 hours? yeah it still has the 72 hours for regular basically they're trying to it, it was their way of being like hey play digital instead of physical yeah. um and I just, I felt guilty because it's like, I'm in the middle of an excellent video game called Horizon Forbidden West. And yeah, they're not direct comparisons, but it's like, it's like, I felt like, like Horizon's like the beautiful supermodel that I'm dating. And then I go to the, to the corner and, and, and pick up a $5 lady of the night. And I'm, I hope it, all it our women <laughs> listeners get traded. It's just like, That's I feel like I would never disrespect you women like that. Just well, so you know. I mean, $5, you know, that's not, you're not getting the prettiest you know, street lady. Hey, Dan, but... can you just change it? $5 gentleman of the night. Just call it, just say it, say <laughs> it like it is. Sure. Yeah. Gentleman of the night. Yeah. Um, it just, I felt gross. Cause it's like this, these other games that are excellent that I could be playing right now. This is just, and I, again, I love final fantasy, but this just feels like something that they were like, Hey, do like a, a do a souls type thing. And like, here's some kind of crappy budget and like, do your best. Cause the game looks like a glorified PS3 game, like a sharper PS3 game. Oof. Like it doesn't look like even a PS4. How are the gen- cliffs? Gen- cliffs are not great, Tim. Not good. Not, not great, good no. cliffs. Okay. Um, well. Dude, the the lighting. I'm telling you, the lighting is it's unbelievably terrible. Rainy, dark. Yeah. Very ugly game. And like the enemies aren't That's colorful. That's why I bought it on PC because I was like, it can make it a little less ugly, and then it can play faster and smoother. Do either yeah. of those things that it but no it's it's ugly yeah. it, the lighting is terrible the enemies don't like have like it, like if I'm you're gonna make the environments um if you're gonna make the environments like dark then at least have a way so i can see maybe the enemies are glowy or something right you know to yeah. kind of stick out but like no the enemies are also dark so it's like they're just blending into the darkness and like the and machines I, do in horizon they they're glowing blue or red no matter what yeah, you can see them in, no matter what time of day, like yeah. some kind of visual like, oh, well, if you're going to make it dark on purpose because you're mm-hmm. in the inside of like this creepy castle, then make it so. And I messed with the HDR because I thought maybe there was something with my HDR. I turned everything up and I could see a little better, but it's still like mm-hmm. it's just. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's yeah. it's a terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. for. I mean, if people out there are enjoying it, it's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. I don't think it's the worst video game I in mean, the world, but it's the worst Final Fantasy. It's going to be in my top ten. It's going to be in my top ten. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't, it's this, this should have been like a budget game. It should have been $30 out the gate. That's what it should have been. Uh, you're, you're a little extreme. No, it should have been a $30. I will give you $50. You buy it at Walmart for 50. No, 50, no, absolutely. And when it's the other part, that's the other part that kind of pissed me off about PC. And yes, this is me being entitled or whatever, but. I am used to getting my games discounted on PC. Like I, I paid forty-two dollars for Elden Ring day one. I had it pre-ordered for forty-two bucks. Yeah. I buy every PC game at a fifteen to twenty-five percent discount for day one. Yeah. This game I had to pay the sixty dollars because it's exclusive to the Epic Store, and clearly whatever they do, 
they are blocking all these other retailers like CD Keys, Green Man Gaming, all of them. They don't sell a lot of Epic games mm. at a discount. Um, some of them you can. Like I, I pre-ordered um, Tiny Tina. That's Epic as well. And that I did get discounted. But this game, I kept looking, I kept waiting, and I couldn't get a discount. And I was like, fine, I'll just pull the trigger. I feel like I, Kena Bridge of Spirits might have been on there too. But you're right. In general, most Epic store games, you're right. They're not on CD keys. Yeah, they're probably and, good at making sure that doesn't happen. Huh. Um, so I I paid the full price. Now it worked out to my advantage because because I actually bought it from Epic. Epic immediately refunded me. Um, whereas if I would have bought it from CD Keys, I would have been stuck with it. But my point is is that I was disappointed that I couldn't even get this game discounted. It's a poor poor port. It's very very. It's just lazy. It's a lazy lazy port. And then overall, even on console, it's lazy. And that's what it feels like. So I understand saying it's not worthy of $60 because if you compare it against most quality games, it is lazy. But I think if I play through it all, I think I'll enjoy it and I'll go, okay, this is worth a 40 to $60. Obvi- obviously, you can't do a direct comparison of, say, like Kena, for example. Mm-hmm. But Kena is a beautiful game. It it mm-hmm. works well. The combat is fluid, and that's a forty dollar video game. So this game, quality wise, if you're if you're just gonna talk about quality, is does not match up with. Kena and they were able all. to have characters and dialogue that yeah. wasn't um, like horrific. Yes. Uh, my closing yeah. statement is. Um, Final Fantasy is a series that's been around for a long time. There are a lot of ups and downs with the series. This is one of those games that makes certain people, like people in our Facebook group, insult this franchise as if, you know, it's just not quality at all ever. Like, it's never been quality. So when they release games like this and they slap Final Fantasy on it, it's going to make all the cynical, you know, people who are trying to come at this with that view um, feel justified. Give them ammo. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and again, I know it's not a mainline Final Fantasy, but it still has the word Final Fantasy in it. And it's the same me, thing when the Ubisoft puts out a game that's like a crappy open world game or whatever, and you're yeah. like a classic Ubisoft. And I'm like, they actually do make good games. I hear what right. you're saying. Right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it, it's a franchise that's important to me. So you throw Final Fantasy on it. That yeah. means something to me. And again, I, I'm. <clears throat> I, I'm realistic. I understand there are lows in the series, but there are some pretty high highs um, and important moments in the series for me. And this is not one of them. It is terrible. Please can wait. I, can I ask. ask a question about this game? Uh, how how can it be an origin of a franchise that has fifteen like plus different entries in it that are all totally different stories? From it pertains other. to the original Final Fantasy. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's literally. I was the, like, which one, guys? <laughs> it's yeah. it's literally pertaining to because like so that they're that, gonna do one for every single one. Yeah. The next is Final Fantasy two origin. <laughs> Can't wait. The guy that you see, yeah. I don't know if you've seen in the trailers, he kind of has like the armor on and like sort of big spikes coming out of his head. That's Garland. Like that's what Garland's armor is. Mm. Um, that he keeps talking about chaos. Um, so this this is pertaining. I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's like. Um, an alternate reality of the original uh, or like a retelling. Like, I don't actually, because again, I haven't finished it. So maybe by the end of it, that'll make more sense. Um, but yeah, it pertains to the original Final Fantasy. I see. So. Okay. Thank yeah. you for making sense of that. Yeah. But please don't, please don't buy it. I know there's a reason <laughs> that people title things certain ways, but it always, 
This is just me. I'm a simpleton when it comes to titles. I'm like, why don't you just call it Final Fantasy Origin or Final Fantasy mm. Straight? Why is Final Fantasy in the subtitle? Like, why is Stranger of Paradise the main title? I, you I don't mean, understand. You mean like Hobbs and Shaw, a fast saga yes. entry that, series movie or that whatever? Annoys, that annoys yeah. me. Yeah. So stupid. Or, or I guess it was uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, but whatever. Yeah. I think it started the other way around before that. So. Well, you definitely have to have Final Fantasy in the title because you that's you the selling sure. point. It should have just been Final Fantasy Origins, or yeah. it, that's what it should have just. They should have just Final called Fantasy, it Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise, one or the other. Whatever. I, I don't understand it. But it's a tiny thing, though. Yeah. There is a uh, another game that just has one word of the title that just came out too, and that's Tunic. The, uh, this game wins the cutest game of the week award because that's exactly what it is. It is not adorable. Final you can Fantasy see it. Origin? Adorable, not Final yes. Fantasy. Jack is not adorable. Neither is Chaos. But bullshit. This little this bullshit. little fella. This little chaos. fella is super cute. I'm um, just here to kill Chaos. So uh, this is. I, I played the demo for this last summer. I want to say they. I think Steam had a demo for it. I can't remember when that was. I know Xbox did too. It might have been after E3 or something. Yeah. So I remember trying the demo and thinking, oh, this is a cool little like. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, Love Letter, but you're a fox and Okay, I get it. I'll play this at some point. So you know? they like so they like Star Fox and Zelda. Got it. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I was like, hey, these guys like grew up on Nintendo and they made a game that kind of mismatches those two a little bit. Okay, cool. No, that's not what this is. I mean, yes, in a way it's Zelda, but it, this game this is a Souls game. This is completely a Souls game. And that's why you learn that the hard way as you like it literally you wake up on a beach. There's no little like fairy or friendly villager like in Zelda games that comes to you and kind of helps you up, takes you to the village, introduces you to the chief and they send you on some dumb mission to go find your shield. Right. That's super easy. Right. That's not what this is. You start out and you have to just kind of start wandering and try not to die as you get a mm. stick and you start to kill these little blobs and they're pretty easy to kill with a stick. And you're like, I got this. This is pretty good. Mm. And then it only takes... You very quickly do not got this. <laughs> it, it only takes a couple of screens when it's like, oh, things hit pretty hard. I'm going to yeah. die fast. And then you do die fast. And you can't interrupt a lot of attacks. I mean, later you can start to do a better job of that. But you pick up a shield. Yeah. But that's um, probably much later. But yeah, it it it's a rough game, and then if you die, then you'll go back to the last. Little, there's these altars that have these little fire things in front of them, and there's like a statue there, and that's where you can go to upgrade as well. And then you'll just go back to the last one of those, and it's not as punishing as as Souls because you don't lose everything. So let's say you've gathered 500 of those little coins. I'm not sure what the percentage is, and I'm not sure if maybe it stacks if you die a lot. I'm not sure how the system works, but I didn't lose all of them. I lost. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Then it's probably like Sekiro. Yeah. Is that what Sekiro, Sekiro does? Would, I can't remember. Sekiro mm. had like this behind the scenes, like almost like RPG calculator that would be like, oh, you only lose 35 of your 300 coins. And then next time you wouldn't lose any. And then the next time you'd lose half. It was mm. random. Maybe it's. Okay. Maybe for it this type of game. Inspiration oh, you rock. mean like a RNG, a random number. It could be that. Yeah, it could be that. But you can go recollect them, right? So if you yes. can make it on that life without dying again, back to that spot, you see your little ghost of your little character standing there. You just go and interact with that, and then you get all... I think you get all of them back. Again, well, I didn't do I them. have a problem with this game. I feel like the combat's not that great because, like, I try to roll, and it's like it doesn't register a lot of times. Like, I'll be... I'll have two enemies coming at me, and I'll swing once, and then I'm like, roll... And he just stands there. I'm like, are you going to roll? And it happened. I'm not talking one time. It happened 
multiple times where it was not registering that I wanted to roll. It was just registering that I wanted to stand there and get hit multiple I think, times. I think the attack is... There's like a gap between the attack and the next action you can do. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll be stuck in the attack animation even though you finished it, even though you finished the actual attack. The animation is still finishing, and then you have to roll. Yeah, see, so I would agree like that. that's kind of like figuring out what the rhythm yeah. is, basically. Yeah. There, there could be something with the attack animation there that could be a, and I also think that the stamina meter is pretty unforgiving, especially at the start. Like you don't yeah. have a lot, and uh, an attack, a block with a shield, and a roll all take a huge chunk of your stamina meter just to do one of those things. So, I think you the, can only do like three actions in the beginning. And then you have, yeah, then you have to like let it reset. And I've upgraded a couple of times. So I can do a little more than that now, but it is, I mean, again, it's, it's unforgiving. That's what I mean by unforgiving. Thankfully it's not as punishing in terms of if you die, you don't lose everything. Um, but yeah, it do, it also does not hold your hand. So you walk around, you find these little leaflets that are part of yeah. like an old school instruction booklet, which I think yeah. is really cool looking. Like the art style looks really neat in that. Mm-hmm. Everything about the art style. Looks Have awesome. you ran oh. into Fox Don in this? In this game, is there a boss named Fox Don? That's I have not it? seen Fox Don. No. What's the reference yeah. there? Don. No. Oh, God. there's no Fox Don. Yeah, yeah he comes falling see, out of the sky. As soon as I see Fox Don, I'm out. This game is getting uninstalled. <laughs> yeah, meteor strike. From, um, from <laughs> but I, so I, this is one of those games where they don't tell you where to go. There's not like a little cursor that has a little arrow saying this way next. Like even Elden Ring, when you touch with one of those Lost Graces. It'll have this little, sometimes, some of them will have a little stream of particles that kind of gives you a direction of where you could go next. Um, at least it gives you something. This doesn't tell you any of that. Like, you just kind of have to start poking the edges of the map and trying to go across every bridge and underneath every bridge. This game has a ton of secrets, which to me, that's one of the most charming aspects of it, is there's lots and lots of, hey, what if I go behind the statue and just try to walk, and then all of a sudden it turns, like, you can keep moving. You thought it was a wall, but you just keep walking, and there's mm, a secret yeah. pathway. That's, that's, oh, your, Zelda, that's your Zelda yeah. stuff. That's very Zelda-like. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, very yeah. rewarding. Um, Derek's right. The combat isn't great, especially yeah. how limiting the stamina is. Yeah. Like, I thought for this style of game, Death's Door did a much better job with combat. If you like this style of isometric action-adventure RPG, Death's Door has much better combat. But it's not bad combat either. It's just No, it's not bad. It's just you have to be really careful. Like I mean, I'm not that. gonna play it anymore. Maybe a little more, but not anymore. Because if I'm gonna play a game like this, I'm gonna play the game I've invested a hundred hours into. I don't have time to start another one that's like this. Right. I feel yeah. like that's kind of a curse for this game is uh us being, you know, we're being transparent about what the game is to people. And they're like, oh, I'm already kind of doing that in Elden Ring. I don't really have uh, time or patience for another one of those. (laughs) The patience and the frustration would certainly be taxing, but it is not a long game. From everything I've read, it's in the 15-hour range to get through the the whole game. Sure, it's not even, like, fully priced. So, I mean, I I get that. That's actually long for this being, to me, a smaller title. I was thinking you were going to say, it's not that long. It's like five hours. Like, no, no, I think it, well, I think it's between ten to fifteen. Depend, I think it's between isn't ten to fifteen, depending on how. Yeah, Death Door. I hundred percent of that game, oh, wow, and I really? spent twelve twelve hours, and so I did all the extra stuff. Yeah, wow. Death Door in like six to eight. Hours. I bet Tunic just depends on how, how good you're. You <laughs> well, not just that, but like where where are you going? Because I mean, yeah. it's so wide open. You can go anywhere. You can stumble into a forest and get owned by spiders. And... Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that was terrifying. By the way, yeah. 
Because <laughs> oh, everything's still red eyes. Like, oh my god, there's black blobs. Oh my god, there's spiders. Like it was like <laughs> yeah. a wave of realizations, and yeah, then you get owned. Well, so that's the tricky thing because it's like they're trying to balance like straight up Zelda with like straight up Souls, and they're making it a long game, but it just seems like it's almost like. I mean, you got you got to find the right balance hours wise if you're going to kind of punish people with the combat, right? You, you probably want to make it a little bit shorter. I mean, then again, yeah. Elden Ring could be a hundred hours, but yeah. that's literally what it is. So one thing I like about Souls games is they do, even if they don't tell you here's how to beat an enemy, they the, what the enemy does can kind of instruct you on how to approach them the next time. Mm-hmm. There's something mm-hmm. about the way they des- from designs their games that they do that. And they don't do it perfectly with every enemy, but they do it really well. Um, from what I've played of this one so far, I'm still in the first main area. I got to the first boss. I've tried him twice, and he has completely demolished me. So I guess I need to explore more and upgrade a bit more because I don't stand a chance. Like like Derek was saying with the rolling, even though I've upgraded my stamina meter, I can't dodge enough and then still have stamina left to swing before he attacks again. And so I'm like, all right, is Am I, maybe I'm supposed to be much stronger. The little booklet told me I'm supposed to be like level three in multiple categories, and I'm like two, two, and three. So maybe I'm just not quite ready yet. Uh, I, I see. Um, but anyway, all that to say, I, I think there are elements of this that allow you to kind of go any direction and explore, but there's also a lot that's inaccessible so far. Lots of closed doors, lots of bridges that aren't complete, or you know, some area you can't get to yet. Um, but I do like, like, there's one enemy that has a shield that and a long spear and if you get close to him he'll swing at you and you can kind of dodge and try to swing your sword at him but you do so little damage that i learned that you actually have to hit him with explosive so you have to get you have to throw the explosive and then get close to him so he stabs at you and moves past it and the shield doesn't block the explosive there's like a pattern to it that was like oh oh that felt that felt like a souls moment i liked that so once i got into the pattern of it i have these little sticks of dynamite so you stand in front of him, you throw it, and it kind of lands right near his feet. And then you go close, so he comes towards you a little bit, and the dynamite blows up right at his back, and it and it takes like half his health. I was like, there you go. That that felt like a cool Souls moment. So I, I can see how this game could get its hooks in you in that respect. Uh, I think there's a lot to like about it. But yeah, it's don't let the art style uh, mislead you. This is a, yeah. this is a tough, tough game. This yeah. is not, this is the kind of game that uh, if you thought, metroid dread was frustrating and how it kind of let you get stuck and wanted you to figure mm. out your way if you thought that was frustrating this is a million times worse because at least that gave you some glowy <laughs> areas on your map a little bit right sure. that helped for the most part yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah there was some there's, there's no map yeah that's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this kind of has a map it's like a hand-drawn map and it does show you yeah. where you are but it's that's true it's, that's true it's not great like it doesn't really t- it doesn't like have a glowing thing like here's where to go next it doesn't do that well it's yeah. like kind of like El- i mean elden ring also has a map but it's it's mostly vague right you know so, yep. so anyway, well, it's a Game Pass game, so if you guys, uh, after hearing all that, want to try it out, you know, why not? I think, it's, I think it's worth trying out. I just think if you're not into Elden Ring or Souls type games, this is a no. If yeah. you are into them, then you're already playing Elden Ring, and it's yeah. like, do you really want to invest in another it's one? True. Because like I started it, and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, and I do like the Zelda vibes and. You know, the art style is definitely, it's not exactly my thing. It's a little I didn't think too, so. a little too indie BS, but it was still. <laughs> but it's still cool. It still it's decent. well done. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started playing. I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Oh, another game where I got to go to YouTube? No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> there are these, uh, as you get close to the, 
yep. to the um to the first boss there are these alligator enemies that come at you and they are relentless have you gotten to those yet jeff did you get to no that? no god there's god, these no. there's I, the, and still... they, they look so cute they look like they're straight out of like a play set or something like they're very cute these little yeah. chompy they look like toys and then they will just start relentlessly chomping at you i can take on one and my shield helps me a lot there but then once two or three come at you it's impossible like if you've played elden ring there's that area, Caleb, that has these armless dogs that come at oh, you. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> those do things not give are... you enough runes to justify fighting those idiots. Oh, those things are horrible. <laughs> um, but they're actually really fun to lead into a group of soldiers and watch them fight. That's fun. But don't, otherwise, they're not worth fighting. But these are similar. They're armless alligators that just have two legs and they run at full speed and kind of drag along the ground and then snap at you. It's like mm. a much cuter version of those. And they're totally oh done. Totally well, I think it's funny. Like the first goal Let's that rock. you have really is to get a good weapon. Uh, and, yeah. and so you, get, you start with a stick and you're on the journey to the sword. The room that has the sword is like full of enemies that you cannot take on with a stick by yourself. Yeah. Like just you'll die. So I'm just running past them, going to the store and going, yeah, what now? Like, <laughs> like, so that's the type of game it is. Like, just run past these fools and go. I the fully person. believe you're actually saying what now as you beat yeah, these what now? What's up? What's up, what guys? What I'm now? one hitting the goo things. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. And even getting to the shield is actually surprisingly tough, too. You do have to beat one of those shield guys with the spear, by the way, oh. to, to get into the house that has the shield in the first place. So. Um, you're right, Derek. This is a game where you're going to have to do some googling to get to figure some stuff out because you're going to get stuck. Um, this is one of those. This is one of those games that does that. So, well, whenever a game does that, it's there's nothing wrong with it's a that they're not wrong in doing that. They're correct. There's yep. no accessibility. Is not, you can't use accessibility options. Nope. If people want word. something more like Zelda, there's a lot of great Zelda games out there, and there's yeah. even some good Zelda ripoffs that are in the indie I'm space. Yeah, exactly. There's a good, there's a lot of them. Accessibility is a bad word, guys. I would actually say Death's Door is in that category because it's not nearly as punishing uh, or mm. as difficult. It's not easy, but it's not as difficult as this one by any stretch. I would agree with that. And I'm about as far into, I got about as far into both. But yeah. like, just initial first diddling impressions. Mm. Death's Door was definitely one of the, the easier ones. Yeah. It was like I was able to get through like almost everything until the first boss in Death's yeah. Door. Whereas this one, I already died twice. And I have seen no boss, so it's tough. Yeah, I, went, I, I had a good long stretch in Tunic where I didn't die, and then now that I've gotten to the area where the first boss is, even just trying to get to him through some of the enemies that are there, now I've died like seven times. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I, do I, do I want to keep doing this, or do I say, hey, I've tried this one. I've given it probably a good two, three hours now. Is that it? Like, am I, am I good? Right. And do I now just keep going Elden Ring and Horizon? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, because uh, you could always just come back to it. I mean, you're in the middle of a game that's like this already. So. And I'm doing a ton of Googling in between stuff for Elden Ring and uh, and Horizon's getting giving me the story fix. So maybe I'm good for now on that right. one. But I did, I did want to diddle a little bit Shredders because that <laughs> right. just came out. Shredders. Um, so Shredders was announced last year. It was supposed to come out the end of the year, and it got bumped a little bit. So, But it's also on Game Pass if you want to go check it out on PC and on Xbox. Uh, this is essentially if you liked 1080 snowboarding on the N64 back in the day, or really maybe some of the SSX games, although it's not quite as arcadey as those. It's a little more realistic than those, but not, a t not don't get me wrong, it's not a simulator or anything. 
Um, it's still very arcadey. Um, oh, so yeah. this this is not a sitcom about Shredder from Ninja Turtles? It, it is okay. not. It's like they're, two, it's his two family. Two Shredders living together <laughs> his, and his mother, his mother-in-law moved in with his family. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a story of a lovely yeah. Shredder. Why do you always wear those claws at the table? <laughs> All right, so... Um, <laughs> Mom, shut up. So Shredders is a snowboarding game, It's and the levels are set up very arcadey, where it's like, it, similar to Ali Ali World, where it's... They'll have some dialogue and some chattiness, and it's very goofy and silly. Like, this is very silly. Very, very silly. The writing is silly. The acting is sometimes, honestly, kind of chuckle-worthy, some of the jokes they make. It's not bad. It's a little cringy, but it's not It's not chaos bad, okay? Um, <laughs> Nothing then is. They, then they throw you into, like, a, a quick downhill, whether it's a race or it's a challenge. Like, hey, knock down this many flags or ride this many rails or follow this other snowboarder because he does all these cool tricks. But don't let him know you're following him. So it's like a follow mission down a – like – Little things like that. And then they'll have, like, um, at the end of it, it's like, hey, did you complete these bonus objectives or not? And you get a score on that course. You can move on to the next one or go back and try it again. So very much arcade-style um, approach to the courses. So, And it's a $30 game even if you don't have Game Pass. So it's not meant to be a full-priced uh, game. But I thought the snowboarding itself felt pretty good. It's pretty fun. A little complex to do some tricks, but pretty fun. So. I actually started, I bought it a while ago, and I started playing on um, on PC, the uh, Riders Republic. And the reason I bring that up oh. is they have, they don't have just, you know, biking and stuff like that. They have snowboarding yep. and skiing and all that. And that game, now that game is fun. That's a good game. That game That's is a fun. a really good game. Really and how's good. the snowboarding? I didn't try the snowboarding. I've done the biking and a few other things, but not snowboarding. I've only done a little bit of the snowboarding. It feels everything feels really arcadey, but good. Yeah. Like real tight. Like when I was doing the bike riding, anytime I would come to like I was going super fast and I'd come to a turn, I was impressed with how quickly because it's real arcadey. It's not realistic. How quickly you could turn and stay on the track and things mm-hmm. like that. Another shout out to. Um, Dang it, the Nintendo Switch game, the racing game. Um, oh, Cruisin? Cruisin' Blast, right? Cruisin' Blast. Holy crap, I did not realize how much that's like Burnout. It's mm. really, really good. Really, really I've heard good. that that was good. I paid 10 bucks. I got it at Best Buy for a deal of the day. It was wow. 20 I had $10 reward. It was 10 bucks, and I am so glad I got it. That's a really, really fun, like, burnout-feeling type huh. game. I would not have thought like it's like old burnout. Old school burnout, not like burnout paradise and stuff like that. I'm yeah, talking yeah, like I know, I know old school burnout, where you just pick a ra- arcade race, jump in, and then you can sit here and you're racing. So the the part that's not burnout, that's all cruising, is the the levels. The cruising, the levels are like very like over the top. Like the jumps you're making, the things you're going through are very. It reminds me of. Um, Dang it, now I'm going to forget. It was one of my favorite games on the Dreamcast, and they had it in the arcade. It's the boat one. Oh, Hydro Thunder. Hydro Thunder. Dude, I it love that game. very much of, like, Hydro Thunder type <laughs> yeah. game. Um, so the levels are a lot like that. But the reason why I say it's got um, a uh, burnout vibe is because you can literally wreck. They, like, they get uh, beside yeah. you, and you can press into them, and you'll see them blow up like they'll just like hit a wall and go crazy and i'm like oh i i didn't expect that i was just expecting that i'd run into them they'd stay by me nothing happens um but they actually like wreck and i was like 
this feels like burnout. That this sounds is pretty so satisfying, cool. actually, making them blow up like that. That yeah, cool. it was really good. I really enjoyed that game. And then I'm just taking over the show. I just want to talk real quick that I did finish Elden Ring. Hmm. I know we talked about it last week a lot, so I won't like hang on it too much. Are right, your impressions still alpha? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I freaking sure. alpha AF the entire ending of that game. <laughs> I destroyed boss after boss after boss. So I finished at like level 160 is when i started fighting all the final bosses and i only lost to no, nothing. to the very last boss so spoiler the very last boss is two bosses and you fight them back to back you don't get a break Ooh, you don't get to replenish anything you fight the boss it goes to a cutscene. you fight the end boss the last one and the last boss i think took me three tries mm. and if you if you beat the first boss and then lose to the second boss there is no save point you go back and you, you have both. to fight the first boss so the whole point is you have yeah. to make sure you get through that first boss in a in a survivable state yeah because the second boss the elden lord is this crazy like he throws some crazy stuff at you and you're going to need health. There's no way, unless you're a, an elite player, you're going to take hits. And those hits are going to be pretty hard. And you're going to need to heal. So if the first boss takes a good amount of your health away and stuff like that, then you're probably screwed. But luckily, um, like we talked about last week, I had my Mimic plus 10. This was before the patch. Yeah. I will talk about the patch a little bit. I think it's important. But I had my Mimic plus 10, and he was a huge help. I killed, in that area, at the end area, you fight one, two, I want to say I fought four or five bosses in one day. And Jeez. they were all in, all in, no, I fought six bosses. And they were all higher end, like, legend bosses. I'm not talking about little, you know, world bosses. And I beat all of them uh in the first go except the very last boss oh my apologies the girl in the background she worked me a little bit she's um, alpha she's pretty alpha she's pretty alpha <laughs> she has two phases mm. and her her two phases will wreck you and you get you get a chance to buy her weapon which i bought her we weapon because it's a katana in case y'all mm. don't know nice. uh, it's a very long katana like seth ross and so I bought her katana, and I, I maxed it out. And the reason why is her special move, and you'll see it when you fight her, is basically she jumps in the air like slow-mo and does this, and then when she comes down on you, she just does rapid like... Oh, shit. Yeah, and if, I you, did, hit, I need that. if you hit the special button again, she just keeps doing it. Oh, wow. So it's pretty a pretty powerful move, and she does it a lot. And yeah. if she gets you, you're you're done in that one set of slashes. You're done. Um, but anyways, so I wrecked all the bosses. That's why I, I, I think the game is really, really hard. But like we talked last week, if you have the right build, that's what it's all about. It really is truly an RPG. If you have the right build, the right equipment, and you know your stuff, it's all about knowledge more than skill then you can go in and wreck these bosses. You really can. You can walk in there and just beat them in your first go. And I didn't watch. 
I didn't watch the only boss that I had seen anything on was and I didn't do it purposely. Like I didn't search for him. I just watched it in a walkthrough um, was I won't spoil it, but he's in the game. You've already met him, but you end up fighting him and he was really easy. But I think if you don't know the strategy, I could I could see he's pretty challenging. And what I mean by that is the strategy is you literally just keep walking towards him at all times like a UFC fight match. You never back away from him, and you never give him space. You give him space, he'll kill you. If you don't, and you just stay on top of him, just swing every once in a while, keep walking towards him. Swing, walk towards him. Swing, he can't do anything. He can't recover. He keeps trying to use magic, and you keep interrupting him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was really easy, and I could see him being an issue. But overall, I just I, I felt like the the way the game is built, you can dominate these bosses but if you don't know what you're doing and you don't have a good build they will wreck you now the chick behind me her level is optional everything about her is optional the the entire level that level and that's why i have a feeling she's the collector's edition is they made they really took their time to make her level really really interesting but also, it's probably the most brutal area I've been in in the entire game. Mm. Absolutely brutal. I told y'all last week, I don't lose runes. Like, the worst I'd ever done maybe before I went to her area was maybe I lost 30,000 or something like that. Which, that sounds like a lot, but it's not a lot when you're leveling up at 100,000. But I lost 3, 300,000 runes Ooh. in so you had gotten far, died, and couldn't get back to it before you died again. Oof. And by the time I had gotten painful. back to where my runes were, which wasn't that deep, I had already earned over 30,000. So that's the type of enemies you have. There's Erd trees all over the place. There's knights all over the place. There's people shooting arrows at you <laughs> all over the place. There's magic knights that that they have all the armor and the, the shield and all that stuff, but they can also use magic to like just hit you from far See, distance. Those guys are kind of almost like mini area bosses without being bosses in the in the yeah. capital city, which is mm-hmm. where I'm battling through right now. And even one of those knights, I'm like, oh, gotta be careful, make sure I like yep. approach this guy carefully. So the idea of there being a ton of those and those Erd trees too. Although right now they're the ones I'm going back to beat are actually pretty easy at the moment. Oh, they're really facing, easy. These are not easy. Facing a bunch of them and high level ones, that sounds not fun. Well, and the thing you gotta remember, this is you know, pro tip or whatever if it is, is everything in in game is a lot of it's rot. So yeah. the the Erd trees have rot and they'll just kill they'll one shot you. If you get if you get rot, it happens so fast. You're like, Oh, I didn't even have time to uh heal. You just killed me. Thanks. So there was a lot going on, but it was pretty cool after I played through. I was like, man, that wasn't completely optional. Like she's not she's a main boss who's not a main boss. And they made the design of her level. Even her boss fight was very epic, very, very epic. It was challenging. Definitely. Even with me being OP, it was challenging, but it was very, very epic. Now, that being said, uh, there was a patch this week for the game, and the patch did some damage to a lot of people's builds yeah. and, and, and cheeses and all that stuff. And I luckily beat the game before the patch because it did. <laughs> I went and I've played another 10 hours since the patch, and I have my same build. I haven't changed anything. 
And the big thing I was using was the whore frost, I guess is what it's called, which is all it is, is you're just, you're two handing your weapon, which mine is a katana that has the frost on it. And then I can do a stomp and it unleashes ice attack. Uh, what, nice. what that does to a lot of bosses is it not only freezes them and damages them, but it stuns them. So a lot of them like freeze and it gives you a chance if you want to either hit them or you just keep using the stomp. And the stomp does not take a lot of your FP because I don't have high FP. I, I can still do like 15 stomps before I even have to take a drink. So it was extremely OP because you're not consuming a lot of FP. It's stunning the enemies. It's doing high damage to most enemies. And it was a fast cast before too. And it's fast. Now it's slower. It consumes way more FP. It does half damage. Mm. So, okay, so Daniel will know what I'm talking about. The area Sorry, where you can they kill crush, the... They crushed that so ability, stupid. dude. That is so where, dumb. Where they kill the chicken, you know, where you kill the chicken to get a bunch of experience, ruins... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, in that area is a bunch of guys that are asleep. And sure. there are 2,000 runes for each one you kill. I was before farming because I couldn't get the chicken to fall off. I would hit him in the arrow. He'd run to the edge and bark at me. And I was like, are you going to fall off? <laughs> oh, Everybody dude, else I figured out that chicken area. It's just where you stand on the cliff. If you stand on a certain yeah. spot, he falls off yeah. every time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was doing yeah. that for hours. I did. Yeah, I did. I could, got him. That's to fall how I'm level 103 now is because of that. I did oh. that for you don't a while. Even want to, you don't even oh, want to know what level the, I am. My, mine is way faster and way better. So those guys that are asleep. They're worth two thousand now. If you if you kill them at night, one of them usually is ten thousand. The red there is, yeah. There's twelve of them, so you get about twenty five thousand experience, and you mm. can kill all twelve of them in about one minute. Sure, you get twenty five thousand experience in maybe a minute. And all I was doing was the stomp frost, and it it one shots all of them except the ones that are a little bit tougher, the red yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. It takes a couple shots for those. But again, they all get stunned. So none of them touch me. I'm just running through the entire level. And I actually extended it to another five of them. So I was getting 35,000 experience in one minute. And I was doing it real quick. And I just kept doing it, kept doing it. So now I'm like level 167. I can still do that. And I still do it every once in a while. I haven't started New Game Plus. But now it takes two shots to kill the regular ones and it takes like four shots to kill the ones that are aggressive and red mm. so it is way they have definitely like i did i personally as somebody who's using it i think they did the right thing you're not supposed to be able to kill these in-game bosses on yeah, your that, first go. that does seem op it does and seem OP. i was doing that like these bosses that you should be struggling with i'm just going stomp stomp mimic do your job he's bothering <laughs> Stomp, he's stomp, bothering me stomp. that's all other was... derek who will take care of this other derek <laughs> now i can't do that now i have to go i have to get space because they are more aggressive towards me and it takes longer to get my stomp off plus again it just doesn't do as much damage Dude, i was afraid I in that patch much. they were going to put up a little wall for that chicken not to fall off thankfully they yeah. didn't do that because that's i uh... don't popular farming spot for those of you who are listening you know what we're talking about basically there's a spot in the game it's towards the end of the game it's a very difficult area i was way under leveled for it when i followed a guide on how to get there but basically there's a save point right on the edge of this cliff there's a bunch of enemies sleeping nearby as long as you don't go over there and start hitting them they're not going to wake up Mm -hmm. and then down off the cliff in another area there's a platform where one of these giant like wingless evil demon birds is pacing back and forth 
and you can hit it with a bolt or an arrow or something, it'll turn and charge at you. And if you get at the right angle, it'll actually fall off the cliff and die. And it gets you like 13,000 runes if you if you have the golden scarab item equipped every time. So you just go quick save, it reloads, yeah, and keep doing fast. it. Yeah. And you just keep mm-hmm. saving and going back, saving, going back. And so that's a great way to like just farm a bunch of runes to level up if that's what you want to do, which I think is fun. Whatever. Not everyone does. But uh, I was afraid that they were going to be like, oh, that's a f- popular farming spot, is it? Because, you know, they have to know this. Like, there's no way the developers don't know. Oh, they know. This. They just don't. That they don't patch out. Unless I was afraid they were going to put game. like a little protective wall where well, the bird now can't fall. But they didn't do that. Because he still falls off. they did patch out in that area. The boss fight. I don't know if you fought him yet. Um, I have not. He's a tough boss. There was people breaking the game and getting like millions of runes because they were finding a way to jump around the boss's wall. Mm. And when you enter the arena, not through the door, but over the wall, he just stands there. Uh, oh, oh they were breaking the game and they were killing him. And he gives you like almost 500,000 runes and they were just doing it over and over. But it doesn't, but it doesn't like, count. So you can keep doing. OK, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, because you didn't enter and then defeat. Right, I get it. Right. I get it. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's... they just kept doing it over and over. And See, they were I don't like when end. a game gets broken like that. I think that's a problem. Or if they make something that's OP or something like that. I'm I'm glad, I'm with you. I'm glad they fixed that kind of stuff. Um, but man, that is disheartening to know that, hey, this game that's insurmountable for probably, I would say most people, this game is going to be insurmountable for them to complete it. Most gamers, maybe not. Maybe that's unfair. Um, there are hey, there are ways, there are moves you can learn. There's weapons you can use. There's abilities that can help you, and they notice those and they nerf them. And it's not like it's totally nerfed. It's not like it's unusable no, now. It sounds like it's still a powerful but... weapon and technique. It's just I think it's where it's, limited. it's supposed to be compared yeah. to where what it was. it was before, as they weren't balanced correctly. Yeah. It was exploited, and I uh, could have exploited it even more. I wasn't even using it at its most powerful way. I watched a video, and I actually went and did it, and then the next day they patched it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was just going to exploit this. Because yep. there was people in New Game Plus that were killing bosses literally in one shot. Like, they Jeez. were killing Morgoth, and all they were doing, and Morgoth and Godric with one shot. And all they were doing is you take two hands two weapons you have your one that has the frost on it and then you have one that's a buff that buffs your offhand so you buff your offhand by two-handing that weapon and then you bring back the other weapon that's your offhand that's now been buffed and then you do the frost move and it's a buffed frost move so it like doubles the damage so it's already doing ridiculous amounts of damage Plus now it's like doubled or tripled or something like that because it was another thing in the game that they didn't realize was yeah. was that way that was exploited by gamers. That's how intelligent some of these gamers are. They just go It's insane. What if I use this yeah. to buff this? Let's see if it works. And they test it and like, it worked. And then they yeah. go share it and it exploits something in the game, especially a game this massive. The things that people find, like the th- like the way you were just saying, somehow sneaking around the door, the back end, and and killing. Like I don't under. It's insane. It's yeah, crazy. people will try every corner, every ledge. They'll try everything. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, they got twelve million people playing it, or mo- probably more than that by now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, of course, I'm still having a blast with this game. And I am also right. playing some more Horizon, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I am still having a lot of fun with it. And what the reason I'm having so much fun with it is not just because of the Souls boss. I finally defeated that boss feeling. And that's that's there. This game has that feeling. All the FromSoft games have that. 
but that's not the strength of this one, in my opinion. This one, it's I keep finding these new tombs, these new dungeons, these new areas under a bridge, these new pathways I missed the last time or whatever to explore and to find. And there's another optional. It doesn't have to be a boss. Mm-hmm. It could be an optional area with new enemies and new places to discover. And I just, I love that. I just, I'm in the part of that side quest storyline. It's a pretty major one, but it's still a side quest where I just flipped this whole tower upside down so I could progress across the bridge to the next part of that tower. You guys probably remember the part I'm talking about mm-hmm. where you you get a special item, take it to a certain character. They give you this item that can flip the whole building upside down. And now mm-hmm. you can finally get where you couldn't get before. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool because now I you're literally upside down. All the, all the water's on the ceiling yeah. and all this. It's just like, dude, this is so cool. Like it yeah, just... Yeah. That sense of exploration is so fun. And again, this that's where I get my kind of Zelda and even Valheim type of feelings from a game like this is there's always that what's around the next corner, what's through that I next door. I would agree as far as, for me, this one never felt like, except maybe a couple times where I was like, holy crap, I beat that boss. And the reason why is because I only struggled with Radon and Nile. And Radon felt cheap, which we've yes. talked about. <laughs> and Niall felt cheap, but I actually don't think he is cheap. I just think I was wrong. Um, and then once I figured out, oh, this is what you do, then he didn't feel cheap anymore. So that one, I felt like, that's awesome. You know, the strategy I used, the equipment I I I put on, that felt awesome, like I talked about last week. But all the end bosses, my addiction, and it's my fault. I really did break the game because I didn't want to be stressed out. I got enough stress in my life. So <laughs> I was all about, I'm going to max level up yeah, before me I even touch these guys. I'm going to max level up. I'm going to max out all my weapons. I'm going to get all the best armor. I'm mm-hmm. going to make sure I have everything at my disposal. So when I go and fight these guys... It's stress-free, and it ended up, for the most part, being stress-free. Now, cool thing about this that I didn't share is the last boss I fought, the very last boss of the game, I was so brokenhearted because I died, and I'm <laughs> looking at it. I had one of those moments. It wasn't being filmed, and I looked at his health, and he had nothing. I'm like, yeah. oh, my I, God. I hate that. I just, yeah. And I lost, and I was so upset, and then it said, it started doing the cutscene. I'm like, it gave uh, it to me. It gave me the W. Now uh, I didn't did get I didn't get the reward. Like I didn't get any runes for killing him because it still said I died. But it started. <laughs> it activated the cutscene and it was uh, like, yeah, you won because you killed him. He's dead. So I was like, all right. What a what a tragic hero's death, right? He died with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't get to enjoy my uh, victory, but I still got it. Yeah, yeah I got this the same ending. This game, and this is someone who I, I don't play the Dark Souls games. I've I've tried Dark Souls 1 and 3 and Demon Souls, and none of them really hooked me. And I don't know, and I know they still have exploration elements to them. I, I know they have a lot of the things that you see in Elden Ring, but this mm-hmm. game is special in those areas in a way that those weren't. Just, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. There's something, I don't know if it's because I can get on a horse and travel really quickly and well, go yeah. to all these different, I don't know it's what it is. It's the world. It's, it's the it's connected the world. part. Because I like, bet you if you went back and played those games and you really gave them a chance, not, oh, let me check them out and then find out, well, it's not as open as the other one and pitch a fit. If you go back and play it for what it is, because you now learned a lot playing Elden Ring, I think you would appreciate them more because Probably. especially the original Dark Souls, I'm not going to spoil it, 
But after you've gone through everything and you see that the random worlds you were going to weren't very random and how they're all connected, you literally get to see it. It's a pretty cool thing. You start to appreciate how masterfully designed everything was. You think you're just going to a random place. You're not going to a random place. You're going to something that's connected. connected, yeah. Yeah, and you don't realize it until the very end. That's what's, I think, what I said last week. It's a mystery that once you solve it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so smart. The feeling I had last night as I was playing was, you know, there was this area on the map that I avoided. There was a giant guarding it, and I'm way over-leveled now. I kind of skipped it and went way through a a bigger chunk of the game. I came back, and I was like, you know what? Let me just go. That giant was easy to kill. Turns out yep. he was standing in front of a well, and I was like, oh, it's one of these wells. Let me see what's down here. Probably a small dungeon. It's a massive series of underground castles and rivers with these giant ants and these lizard creatures. And yeah. these, I mean, this is huge area. There's cities yeah. underground. There's it's literally like this entire massive, cities underground. So I've done some of the other cities, still, like Nakron and some of the other ones that are made. But mm-hmm. this one, it's one of those things Angel, that you, you probably Angel have River. no... There's no re- yeah that one you'd have no reason to go there like the game doesn't take you there you just have to stumble upon it and I like those kind of feelings when I did finally get the map and it revealed yeah. and it's not even the whole map it's just part of the underground map I just kind of leaned back like how yeah. how is this game so big how is there so much this here? is what we've been asking for many many gamers have said I want you to make the optional things feel like a main thing but still be optional. Meaning, like, create a main story, but then the world around it, make it where it's like, oh my gosh, this mission, like, a lot of people, I know Tim says this all the time, The Witcher 3 had optional missions, like, like side missions that felt like main missions. It yeah. felt organic, it felt like it was something I was supposed to experience, but it's completely optional. That's exactly what they've created. They've created an entire world, set you on a journey and say go where you want to go do what you want to do you want to fight three bosses and win the game fight three bosses and win the game if you want to go and fight this chick that's behind me and go in her area and realize that area is the most fleshed out most amazing area of the entire game and realize that it's not even something you have to do are you aware of it yes because if you go and talk to the main guy who gives you all the information he'll talk about her he'll be like She's a, a lord or an elden lord. You you need to take care of her, blah, blah, blah. So if you go and find her and find her area, you'll realize it's extremely uh, fleshed out area. But it's completely optional. So yeah. they treat the entire game as if it's all a main quest, but it's completely open to whatever you want to do. You do whatever you want in whatever order you want. Yeah, and I think that's genius. Well, they of that. they also reward the habit I have in video games that has usually never paid off, and that is I walk into a room and I want to check every corner. Let me just make sure there's nothing down <laughs> this way first, down that way first. Yeah, they reward that you. So. Rarely pays off. In this game, it pays off. I would say at least a flip of the coin. At least half the time, there's something cool that I found because yeah, I like the courtyard you walk into in the academy. If you go around to the right. There's actually a ledge you can jump over, climb up a ladder, and now you're in the you're above where you just fought that dog. And then you can mm-hmm. go like there's a whole different approach there. You can then get on the roof, go back to that church you were in, and get an item that leads to a um, an emote that you actually need to open towers later in the game. It's all kinds of things that are connected that I am just so impressed by. 
so impressed mm-hmm. at the way that they pieced all that together. So truly, truly loving it. I love that game. And it was funny. I was that's the game that I play uh, on. I play it on PC and it's mostly late at night or when I have downtime during the workday or for, over lunchtime. Those are those are my times to play that game. And then the game I play downstairs because it has a very blockbuster epic feel to it. And it's very kid friendly, in my opinion. That's Horizon Forbidden West. There's probably a few cut scenes here and there that maybe. Yeah. A seven-year-old shouldn't repeat. She just calls hope. one guy like a chicken shit at one point. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. That's about yeah. it. There's a couple cutscenes where a surprising number of humans get violently killed, but yeah. like not not a lot. It's generally a very kid-friendly. Go on next, and the animals that you're killing are usually usually unless you're hunting foxes like an animal. They're usually um, robots, so right. it's very you know very family-friendly. So anyway, I played a good chunk of Horizon Forbidden West and made zero story progress. Zero. <laughs> 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 I mean, I probably played for an additional four hours over the last two days, and I moved the narrative forward zero percent. So now that I've got my swimming stuff, I'm going back and I'm just swimming and I'm exploring and I'm finding all these new little side missions. And I was like, oh, let me go do the hunting grounds here. Oh, let me swim under. Let me. I'm just. I yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't feel like I'm in a hurry. There's part of me because I know Jeff, you've advanced quite a bit. There's part of me that I'm like. I want to get to the, I want to find out what happens. I want to be part of the conversation yeah. as you guys get to the end. I, I know the story is going to compel me and it already is compelling, but then I'm also like, but I'm not in a hurry either. Like I, I know when I finish the story, I'm going to, I'm going to stop playing for the most part. I might go back a little bit, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about me in these kind of games. When I finish the main storyline, very rarely do I go back and spend a ton of time in yeah. that world. Right. So I'm trying That's to... most games, even yeah. like Elden Ring. I honestly thought I was done with it. I finished it at like 85 hours. I'm almost 100 hours in. I just keep going back to it. I keep watching Fighting <laughs> Cowboy play it. And I'm like, well, I want to go do that. I didn't see that. There's so many things that I've missed. I think I've killed most of the bosses, but I've still not killed all the bosses. I have well, not I... found every area. Well, I'll probably do the same thing with Elden Ring that I'm going to do with Horizon, that I did with Zelda, that I do with all the Ubisoft open world games, and that is I try to do all the side stuff that I know I'm interested in before mm-hmm. I finish the main game, because chances of me going back outside of some That's, major DLC yeah. content is pretty low. Oh, That's I'm going tricky... back. I'm doing New Game Plus as soon as I feel like I've finished everything that I want to finish. That's fair. Is that is the, the tricky thing with these okay. games. They're just, they're all, they're all getting longer, and they're yeah, open world, and it, yeah, bro. We got to set a cap, man. I'm like 55 <laughs> out, 55 hours into Forbidden West, and I'm already like, yeah. if a game's over 50 hours, I'm 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 getting a little Dude, irritated. Dude, you're 55 Dude, hours yeah. in, and you're further than I am. I'm like, I'm I'm about there, and I just finished Demeter, so I have the I did the three of them, but I've been doing like a crap ton of side stuff. Like I'm like yeah. 45. I'm, right, I'm with I you. I think I'm at 40 hours, and. I have not even started heading towards the meter. I've done the other two. <laughs> I haven't even started heading that, that way. That one's great, by the way. Mine only had, too. I don't know what you guys are talking about, three options. It told me about Poseidon and Demeanor. I went to Poseidon, did Aether. that, and now Aether. I don't the, think the, I ever got or anything. Aether, or however you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, I think they say Aether, yeah. That this there's supposed to be three of them. Aether's the first one. I will one tell you, you down. guys are going to love the way I'm playing this game. Not heard a single word yet. I have... <laughs> The ability to literally cut through all their conversations, and these idiots talk way they too much. I actually just tweeted that. Hold on, let don't me pull up my tweet. Don't at me. Don't at me. On don't, don't, don't at me. No, definitely add Adam. They talk a lot. 
Now, thankfully, and I love I love the game by the way, Derek. So, you probably yeah, I love it too. But you yeah. probably aren't doing all the. There's so much optional dialogue, like, and I'm yes. sure you're thankful no, for that. No, I'm like, doing all the optional because I have ADD and I don't like that it's like the little exclamation <laughs> points that. Need so I to, keep yeah, going yeah, yeah. to it. I'm like, oh, you just got to do it once. No, okay, it's still lit up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. it's still lit it, up. It, it like, so oh like my that. god, how long are you gonna talk? Yeah, I kind of skip through that where I kind of get the gist of the sentence as it comes across on the yeah, screen and subtitles. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I get it. Next. Voice next, acting next, is actually next. good in this game, but you're right. It is. Voice acting is great. Yeah. I want to just I, I I can read that line faster than you're saying it. I do. So that. my tweet my tweet was uh, Aloy starting out the game. Uh, it was the tweet is Aloy. I really don't have time for this. The world is ending. Also Aloy accepts fifty side quests, twenty errands, looks for relics and old hologram <laughs> picks and drones, and insists on asking each character she talks to a gazillion questions. That's I mean yeah, that's, that's literally the true. entire. But isn't that kind of what you guys wanted? You wanted her to like chill out and be more human. So by as she's going along, there's a there's a part she changed. There's a part in the story (laughs) where she she, there's a there's a character who I won't say who it is, but there's a character that is basically saying like, "Oh my word, I can't believe you guys are so far behind. This is never going to work." Right. right, And then she's talking to Gaia about it, and she's like, "I don't know. She just seems so pessimistic." (laughs) I was like. <laughs> what? Aloy has no ironic. Character. Ironic. It's so baffling. Like, how can you wrap your brain around this? Well, because I guess she doesn't just does. She doesn't get mental health. Like the like yeah. the, the actual yeah. stuff that's I'm happening. Not, I'm not empathize that this person came from a totally different upbringing than you. No, I mean, like, that, oh, that's where the lack. Of, that's where the lack of patience comes back in, right? It, it's probably also because of the situation. Without spoiling it, it's probably just so weird to her. It's like I, I just, I need to get through. Like the world's gonna end. So. I don't know. I think it's a lot of elements there. There's it's a just lot a lot there, going yeah. on. I just feel like this game for me personally, I, I, you guys know I absolutely adore, adore Horizon Zero Dawn. I beat it three times. It's one of my favorite games. Great I game. think Horizon's probably my favorite PlayStation IP. So I'm really excited wow. about Forbidden West, and I'm 20-something hours in. I have no desire to listen to the, any of them talk. I sometimes get into the gameplay. It's Elden Ring that's ruined it. And I didn't think this was going to happen. I thought I would get into Forbidden West and just literally diddle in Elden Ring (laughs) and then maybe come back to it. But I didn't even play Demon Souls on PS5 because I played maybe two hours because I was like, I'm over Souls games right now. I don't want to play this. And it's the opposite. I got hooked to Elden Ring, and every time I play Forbidden West, I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't want to say I don't like this it, because I do. This is what I happened don't... with Zero Dawn, though, because I did the same with Breath of the Zelda. Wild. Maybe yeah. you need to space out. Maybe you need to, like, kind of, like... That's what it is. Yeah, you need yeah. to space it Come out. Come back to it. Yeah. Come back to it. Make it, make it your summer game. That's why I got mad at chaos. I got mad at chaos. <laughs> I have no patience. Like, dude, make That's it your... Why... Hot, so make it your I don't give up. What's your name? Hot Girl Summer Game. There you go. That's why I'm mainlining forbidden west i don't want any other game to like taint <laughs> taint taint this experience i'm having with it so and it's not i mean you know it's Rundle. i've been loving it so far it's just you know the, the the qualms that i have with it are are still the same stuff with the platforming right. there's especially when you there's a side quest that i did with uh this new character alva um Ooh, yeah she's great by the way she's awesome uh yeah. but uh derek will hate her uh <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a woman. She's a talker. So. She's a talker, let me tell you. Um, she's a woman and she talks. So. And and she is, like, very excited to be there. So, uh, But there's a there's a side quest you do with her where you have to scale up. And this is when you're out further west near San Francisco. Okay, I'm about um, to go do that. So. so, like, you have to scale up a tower. And, like, the platforming is so freaking bad sometimes that I would just, like, fall off randomly. Yeah. And I would, like, have to start at the bottom where Alva's hanging out. And uh, she's like, well, I can't go up with you. And I'm like, I know. I'm trying to go up. <laughs> <laughs> you get all Super Mario on Yeah. yeah. It's a me. Um, you know, uh, I, I have had platforming fails in Horizon yeah. and in Elden Ring. Both these games, I'm loving to death. Like, they're, they're two of my favorites in a while now. And I'm loving them so much. But the platforming in both is, like, terrible. Ugh. Yeah. Now, especially Ryzen coming out of I'm, Ryzen I'm still... does it better because Aloy is very agile and she yeah. can grab on ledges and so like they do a lot more creative stuff with her and of course Elden Ring it's you're just this kind of heavy soldier jump and you just jump, yeah. jump on and, a horse yeah but they do some creative platforming stuff they do and they and do. then for Horizon it's oh yeah for, for Horizon there's it's tons all of... done to get you to die it's it is not exactly <laughs> they intentionally put exactly things funny. in certain areas to make yeah. you go well they, like they put a little perception. dead body with a glowy thing over it and like mm -hmm. there's a purple hue to that one that looks like an important item but it's just out of reach You're like well maybe i could make this double jump they do that to you a lot um but anyway with horizon and even dropping down too they, for they me it's your death perception for me with horizon it's less about um that where it's like man I'm, my character is too clunky because that's elden yeah, ring with this you don't Especially feel going from I just was playing the Uncharted remaster and yeah I mean say what you want about how unrealistic the platforming is and that it's very smooth and intuitive very smooth so, like even this when it, when you're trying to go up at an angle up a cliff I'm like I don't know why I can hold on to that one but I can see a ledge right there that looks the same why can't yeah. why did they map me to climb this way I don't understand that um, and then she the way she sometimes jumps sometimes doesn't I've fallen a bunch and I'm like yeah okay so I don't am I Am I like at 55 hours uh, on the final mission? Am I kind of like go going a little fast? Is that what the no, is that what you're I kind don't of saying? think so. No, how oh, long okay. it beats says the main story is a 27 hour experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So main I'm actually some... I am I am doing all the side stuff and errands, and uh, I have uh, one cauldron left. I have uh, oh, one nice. rebel camp. A couple outposts. Outposts well, are com much completionist, shorter. they're saying it's 83 hours to do it. Yeah, everywhere. and I'm not going to hit that because I don't want to um, do the... There's some stuff like the fighting the grounds or whatever, hunting grounds. There's a lot of stuff I, I don't, don't do care stuff. about. The what, board uh, game. Are you, what difficulty are you playing on? I'm just on easy and okay. So that I think that I think that contributes to it too because it's probably you're I'm sure it does. you're defeating enemies more quickly. Like yeah, so yeah. One, on one normal, of, I'm getting frustrated at times. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. What the okay. hell's going on can here, I, can man? Can I ask? Can I ask you guys? So you're playing on normal. There yeah, are yeah. there are way more bigger robos in this one than there were yes. in this one. And I'm they having keep showing up, and you're like, how can you make bigger ones now? Well, so we're like far in the story. My <laughs> issue is like so like Tim was saying, um, Aloy is agile and she moves around around quickly for yeah. sure for sure but the bigger robos are just are just as, as agile if not faster they're on top of me like yeah right on right those and, thunder jaws get close to you real quick but like i'm talking like it's all crazy and there's yeah, always true, there's always true. like little uh, little robos around too so it's even, like hey even the turtle who by definition yeah. should be slow is super yeah, fast. Yeah. oh he's right up on me Dude. he's swatting at me i'm like what are you you're a turtle that, you're that's why the rock, I, the rock the, what is it rock breaker the rock breaker can go fuck rock paper he yeah, goes way underground one for me maybe I'm playing the game wrong, but I know the original one they really were encouraging. In the beginning, I did, and then when I got OP, I was like, I don't care about stealth. But they encourage you to play stealth. Yeah. 
Yes. I know they want you to play stuff in this one. I've yet to figure out how to. Because well, no, because then they know where you like, are. Exactly. I feel yeah. like there's too many enemies in the area that I'm like, yes. Yes. oh, I'm sneaking up on this one. Yeah. But 17 other ones yep. spotted me. I'm like, yep. fuck this shit. Now I've got everything all over me. So <laughs> Stealth that's works help. best with the rebel camps when you're fighting humans. It, it does. works really it well. Does. With robots, it works maybe for your first kill. Let me get right. rid of well, this one, maybe two before they all for start. Me, yeah, for me, it's that. That's it's how it's, the, it's especially now being so OP and I'm approaching level 30 type of uh, of side quests where, like, sometimes I'll start. The last cauldron I did, you start above on, like, a cliff and you're looking down and you have to swim, actually, uh, to get to the cauldron. So, like, there's, like, a, a I think what I just do you call it? One. Oh really? Uh, that's like the level forty cauldron where you yeah, fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it Kappa or something? You fight the uh, the Loch Ness thing. At yeah, the yeah, end. yeah. I just did that one. That one's yeah. awesome, dude. That, that one's, one's great, awesome. and you—that's where you get the Thunder Jaw. Dude, you get much dude, bigger um, ones you can override. Uh, Ocarina of Time mm. vibes, right? Freaking changing the water levels. <laughs> like, Ooh, yeah, you have to water swim. Ocarina of time, like, like, you're like, oh, I yeah. can't fight him here. He's underwater. Yeah, I gotta yeah. lower the water. Like, yeah, like, is this Ocarina of Time? Like, what's happening here? It's like. Um, so like starting up there, I'm able to just easily stealth, but one of, one of the, one of the machines is a turtle though, but the other ones are yeah. like ones I can one shot now with my sharpshooter, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. bow, just one shot the, um, what are they called? They're the ones you start fighting at the very beginning of the game. They're like, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the one-eyed ones, right? The, the burrowers. Yeah, the one-eyed ones. Burrowers. So one shot them now with the, and again, it could be because I'm on easy mode, but I think it has to do with being OP as well. Sure. We're like, I'm. I have that sharp shot bow that's like a, a ultra rare, and it's just like one shot into a weak spot, and they're dead, and yeah. like immediately. So the turtle has no freaking clue what's going on. Um, but then, of course, the turtle eventually spots me, and it takes forever to beat him with all the spikes I throw at him. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I love yeah. that spike thrower, dude. It's my favorite. It's. It's. My too, it's yeah. It honestly is too much. It's. It, they need. Yeah. It, it's either like you focus on the big robo, and that's fine mm -hmm. on on its own, because then you can use everything at your disposal to you know kind of work at it you know yeah. rip off some of the the armor or something and and kind of work at it but when there's all the like little distractions and they're just you move you're trying to move the camera around and, and maybe get some distance but they're the, like i said the rock breaker will go under the ground and there's Ooh. there's no sort of like consistent that rock breaker it, has still right? been my least favorite and i fought the slaughter spine which is bigger than the thunder yeah Claw. yeah, oh, yeah i had to turn it on yeah. easy um i think it's the rock breaker fight the rock breaker sucks into. dude they just I was like, so this bad. is so stupid. He just keeps popping up underneath me and killing me in like two like seconds. in different like, manners, right? Because sometimes he'll yeah. pop up and he like, shoots I'm like turning this fireballs, and then this sometimes he does like he does like a whale breach thing, and mm -hmm. then other times he like just but goes in and out, in and out. You can't stay like, locked on him, which would have made those way different. Sure. Like at least allow me with my focus to have an understanding yeah. of where he is. The lock breaks, and then you have to just frantically run in a direction to try to and get hope away. he doesn't come behind yeah, you. Like so that's there's no way they're going to frame it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the rope caster actually does work really well for the enemy, but he doesn't stay above ground super right. long. But that is mm -hmm. a great way to keep him up there. He gets stuck if you can rope cast him fast enough. And especially if you have the rope caster special move with R1, where it's like a doesn't matter about the armor, it'll instant stick him to the ground with and it like fills up that meter quite a bit. Anyway, yeah. okay. so if you're having trouble with that one, rope caster is a way to go. But good, yeah. that's good to know. I didn't know that. But so, that like, um, and I only tough. fought him once, and I expect I'll have to run into again in this in the final mission or something. I, I still have a couple side, uh, one side quest left. So, you do get the ability to, um, there are some side quests that you'll pick up where they'll, the characters will allude to, uh, oh, it's just out of reach, it's up too high. And she's <laughs> like, well, I can't fly yet. So, so eventually you do get that ability, and then you're going to want to go do everything mm, yeah. uh, flying around. Um, yeah. And that's awesome. I love that stuff. 
dang it, there was something else I wanted to add to. Uh, dang it, now I can't remember what it was. Dang it, whatever. Uh, it's a big language. Uh, darn it, darn it, the shoot, shooting heck, shooting. <laughs> darn it, Doctor Dre. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I'm loving the main story development. I just fought uh, Angela Bassett's character, uh, uh, whatever Gala. her name is. Yes, the she's the main rebel Tanakh who is uh, trying to kill the lead the, oh, the war. She's the queen the, of Wakanda too. The infighting. She is. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Oh that. Or the okay. or the queen. What mother? Queen mother? Mother queen? Whatever you call it, where sure. it's like the mother of the person that's yes. reigning. Queen mother or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah, I just had that main confrontation and that was awesome. That yeah. was so freaking cool. Yeah, they have yet to have a same. I mean, again, not to keep yeah, every time I do a main mission, it's it's like amazing. But the horizon yeah. and Elden Ring uh, cinematics and epicness have been off the charts. So both these yeah. games are just adrenaline inducing to the max. I, I was still poking around on um, how long to beat which is a really fun site, by the way, if you're ever curious how long stuff takes. I like it. Because it basically, it's... they it's they, yeah. they collect, It's kind of like Metacritic, but for how many hours it took people to beat stuff, mm-hmm. and then how many to do the main thing, plus some extra, and then how many to be a completionist. Yep. But Forbidden West is saying 83 hours for completionist, and Elden Ring is saying 109, which seems short to me for completionist. Mm. Um, yeah, because there's some players in our group that are like 100 in, and they've beaten like, what, two bosses? <laughs> yeah, we won't name any names, but yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> some people just play totally freaking. I don't know what you're doing for. But I don't know what you're doing. Some for games are hard for. Forbidden West, <laughs> Forbidden West has been striking me as a much larger and lengthier game than Zero Dawn, but they're roughly the same across main story, main mm-hmm. plus extra, and completionist. It's That's in the thirty hour range, fifty hour range, and an eighty hour range. Because the map is still like I still did, I did all the tall necks already, so I have everything. It, mm. it can show me everything basically. That's yeah. great out. And I still have a lot of chunk of clouds that. Uh, Dude, I did have you feel bad for taking down that one to try to help it first? I felt oh, bad. Oh yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. That was such a dick move. Yeah, I felt so bad. You have to shoot with the barista or the barista, the, the ballista. Yeah, you, you throw the. You throw the. You throw the effeminate coffee maker. Yeah. <laughs> I got an order for Jif. How many pumps uh, of uh, this did you need? That's amazing. Yeah, it, just, uh, but it then, just falls on its face and it's lying there. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. But then for comparison's sake, uh, The Witcher 3 is sitting on here on this list for some reason. And that and Breath of the Wild were equivalent in about 50 hours for the main story, about 100 for main wow. plus extra, and about 170 to 190 for completion. Jeez, <laughs> man. Oh, and Red Dead Redemption is in that same boat with those two. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Right. That one, that one uh, got me at almost 90 freaking hours to beat. And that's another one where I, I don't do this. 50 hours of it, you're just walking. I don't do. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. I don't 10 do hours of story, walk. 50 hours of walking. I, I don't do mini games, much like Forbidden West. I don't do the mini games that are like hunting grounds. I'm just yeah. like, whatever. I don't care. But yeah. every side quest thing I stumbled upon, I would do. So that's like, yeah. that's pretty telling that that alone was like 80 something hours to be yep yep when it's done well the idea of a side quest should be compelling and make and it should distract you if it's being done well there's the games that don't do it well where they just pop up all this kind of stuff on your map you're like don't want to do that don't care about that it's the optional conversations actually there was one point where i had to stop for the night i had to go to bed it was totally unreasonable for me to be up at that hour and the thing i get the things i get bothered by are the things that 
bother Derek with most games. It's the optional conversations. Yeah. So yeah. like, I have to clear these exclamation marks. I have to. Yeah. So I go up to them and it's Start like, talk, every talk, time talk, I finish talk. a conversation and I walk away, there's like a new exclamation mark. I'm like, what the hell? I just talked to you. And so I'm yeah. just having to skip. I have to go to bed. Come on. Like, it's. <laughs> I, I, I go through the main things with like other random characters, but the ones that are like the main cast, I, I try to listen to, it's usually mostly interesting, I would even, say. Yeah. Even the side characters are much better it. voice actors. Yes. Than they say. Right, right, right. But, but, but yeah, like, it's usually interesting stuff. It's just yeah. not it's not 100% essential. No, I and still even hate the side quest stuff is still good. <laughs> is so stupid. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Dude, you have is that, terrible is that what hair. Hold on. But he, he finds out about heavy metal. Um, and he just sits there and he does he does like air drums and uh, while he's hanging out on the base, it's pretty cool. I, I appreciate him. The, I, I uh, do like that all the side quests. You mentioned compelling side quests, and I do like that all yeah. the side quests do have some element of lore built they in do. them. Yeah, yeah, they do. That like either shatters someone's perception of something that they thought about their tribe or, or opens yeah. their world up or something. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that stuff is all really well written. I'm very yeah. impressed by that. In an effort to make to add realism to her hair, her hair is weird in cutscenes. Dude, right? oh yeah. God, I just did the main mission. There's a main yeah. mission where she, uh, uh, she gets, whatever, something happens to her. Yeah. And she's just laying there unconscious, and her hair is like, <laughs> <laughs> like Medusa, like snake, it's like literal. I'm like, what is movie. going on with this design, dude? Like, yeah, it's it's some kind of weird physics rules that they've programmed in to yeah. try to give it some realism. It's just constantly but, windy, apparently. And, it doesn't help that I don't know if it's the way that Ashley Birch acted it and they, you know, that's the way they caught it on film or if this is the way they're animating. Her. But I feel like every character she talks to, she'll look at him while they talk and she'll kind of go like, uh, she's yeah. always looking elsewhere and kind of like yep, turning yep. her head. I think that's like a stock. Story. I think it's a stock animation. They just keep recycling. Cause it's she's very like strange. Cause every she can't keep eye contact. Big. I'm like, is she on uh, crack? What, what is her yeah. deal? Maybe she just has ADD. Maybe she has ADD. I don't know. They, yeah. they, I encounter the character that has like dementia. They have no idea what to call it. I gotta go. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it could. Um. Well, she always, she always is reluctant to help. She's like, if I have time when it, I go up there, maybe I'll do it. This <laughs> sounds. This may sound a little woke, but it could be social anxiety. Because I mean, some people just don't like making eye contact when they're yeah. having a conversation. It's maybe, it's like I said, like I said, maybe autism. Oh, diagnosed stuff going on in this game. <laughs> that is very not alpha. Um, <laughs> well, hey, listen, we mentioned Rockstar I mean, earlier. Right there and everybody right in there. <laughs> and we're all uncomfortable we mentioned rockstar earlier yeah, uh, jeff what are your thoughts on uh, gta 5 remaster you played it a little bit oh okay, it sounds like kyle in our conversations he's played like more. way further ahead in this game okay. and this is like this is exactly the distraction he's needing from something like a, are a you little... playing the story mode or online story mode I'm, I'm in story mode i know there is some online stuff that you unlock by getting this version of the game on the consoles but uh uh yeah i mean it looks great in 4k um in the fidelity mode whereas I, I know that's 30 frames and that's not ideal for gaming but it looks amazing that way um i do notice the improvements in the animation of like the facial expressions and the talking during you know cutscenes and stuff and like the draw distance it just looks very impressive but this as soon as i'm nine moved, years old I, no. it's not it's not even fair that it looks that good still um and and but as soon as i put it in performance or performance with ray tracing it, I, I see that that beloved blur that Derek likes to talk about. <laughs> I see that blur in the drop. You guys in the distance, mock me, I'm like, but this is, uh, 
This is get on my I level. Can't. Get an RTX 3090, and you'll be saying everything's blurry if it's not on there. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's we'll be getting refunds for everything that's below Your 4K. Your trash consoles are just garbage now. <laughs> I've got it. I've got. Thank you. Derek, you you got the GTA 5 remaster on PS5, apparently, right? I did. So yeah. so I just downloaded that, and uh, so I, I do want to try it out. I just I did the first first couple missions that you have, like where you're Franklin and you're Michael. Um, okay. What That's a fun it. game! I love that game so much. I, God, I love that game. Yeah, um, I played that. I played that story. I beat it. Like that's the most I've beaten the story to date. Like I played it five times. Yeah. I, I just love that story. Yeah. And before we talk about a few more headlines and then stuff, we're watching the wrap it up. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to how freaking awesome uh, Castle Crashers still is. My kids are back on a Castle Crashers kick oh, yeah. and watching them all play multiplayer together. It's just game one is of universal. those. It's just a universal. great couch co-op. It's silly, but the leveling up is addicting. They got it's got a great gameplay hook it's just that's a, humor. What a great game you games like 14 years old now i think you've so. slightly more than diddled wwe 2k22 right so yeah. you can kind of vouch for my opinion of it not being like it's not trash oh, it's, like it's, no no it's it's, it's fun it's fun i think yeah. the controls could use a little tweaking like i feel like the controls are almost there like when you're in a match I agree. Almost. there's a little too it's much thinking involved or some basic things that i mm-hmm. want to do but in general, it's a lot of fun. I feel like if I, if I, because I, I'm doing my career or whatever, I created my dumb wrestler oh, and nice. I'm working my way up through the training and all that. And so I've probably done six or seven total matches um, in that game and done a lot of customer, uh, customer, uh, customization. Customization's stupid. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> there's so yeah. much to do. Oh it's, my God. But dude, if, if you're a wrestling fan, even if you're a classic wrestling, if you're like me and you're like, I don't really care about wrestling now, it's still a really fun game and lots yeah. of classic wrestlers show up. The two that are training you in the story mode or whatever it's called is, uh, it's Road Dog and Shawn Michaels are, uh, are like, they're still, they're still doing movie. that. They do that for realsies in the, uh, yeah. performance center. And even, like, and, and you have all, all these, quote-unquote story missions you can go on whether it's through a phone conversation or through someone you talk to hey the character animations in the chats are horrible and like it does not look good once you're in the game itself and they show like one of the missions was he wanted me to look back at some of the classic matches and then imagine how i would do against these classic wrestlers and then so in the game it actually lets you wrestle against hulk hogan from the 1988 SummerSlam or whatever it was and so the entrance for hogan like it Dude, it looks so good. Like it looked really yeah. real, and it was just like this is amazing. I, I for a second I thought it was a FMV like video for a quick second. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, good. I can see that. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's 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 all in game. Anyway, all that to say, that part looks great. The cutscenes and the story stuff looks real bad. So just know that. And it's not. Uh, yeah, it's about what you expect out of these games at this point. I mean, if you played the Madden or NBA story modes, you know what to expect. It's the right. <laughs> They didn't put the most effort into those visuals, but it's the visuals when you're playing the actual sport. That that's good. I I still like the uh, I, I recommend the GM mode. It's I want I do want to try that. I just want to get tricky. good at the wrestling good, first. Though. Like I'm I'm oh, trying I agree. to get, I hear you. To get and, but you can say GM mode is more like it could be a mobile game. I mean, you can simulate everything. You don't even have to wrestle. So I mean, it's mostly about managing the talent. Which There's is lots of upgrades. Lots of I mean, so much stuff to unlock. If you like managing stats, you you essentially level up and get more stats. Um, that you can pump into your different abilities. It's so yeah, because each match can get like a five star rating or whatever. It goes in. Uh, it's good, man. Based it's on your rating and stuff. it's yeah. a fun game. It's definitely worth the money if you like wrestling at all. Even if you're like me and you just, I'm very nostalgic for late '90s, early 2000s wrestling. That was my time to really enjoy that. I am too. 
And that's why I like AEW so much, because it feels like I'm watching that again. That's what I I keep hearing. But uh, anyway, Um, yeah, I do recommend it. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. Scott Hall. Yeah. The bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I mean, just... He was just... He made wrestling cool, bro. Like... He did. You really don't... Oh, man. Y'all have to go back and watch the footage of him debuting in WCW, walking in through the crowd. I remember. I remember that. And, like... Like, because some people might not have the context because it's been so long, but this is yeah. like 96 or whatever. He left WWF, went to WCW. But he came down. Thought, when we were watching, we thought, a match, we thought that down. WWF yes. sent him for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they were like blurring the lines. Like, That's the story what was, was so cool about insane. the stories. Yeah. yeah. And he just he just grabbed a mic and he just goes, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. And it was just like. Yeah. So freaking cool. Like, it's just, he made yep. it so cool, man. I mean, say what you want about Eric Bischoff. Those storylines in the early days of WCW really skyrocketing were good. Like, the, yes, all that stuff really was were. good. It was good. And Sting, like, they told, like, a six-month-long story of Sting not knowing where he, or you didn't know where Sting stood. He was doing erratic yeah. stuff. Like, you just hang out with NWO in the background sometimes. Yeah. Or he'd give bats to WCW wrestlers until yeah. one pay-per-view. He just unloads on everybody in the crowd lost their minds yeah it's so man. did i still remember the wolf pack thing where he takes off one shirt and they think he's on their yes. side and he takes that off and this is like the double fake out it's like yeah well, he's, he's uh when they had a bunch of sting impersonators come in and he's yes and he's one of the impersonators and he takes off but it's, it's really like him yes yes where he takes off a sting mask and it's sting dude there's there's a reason we compare wrestling to a soap opera the storylines yeah. are very similar right. um anyway all right yes i do recommend that game that game is a lot of fun um, talk about a good palate cleanser in between all these huge open world games that require a lot of concentration and focus and combat readiness well, things are going to get worse because there's like three games i want that are coming out yeah. next kirby week. uh tiny tina Mm-hmm. And Ghostwire. Ghostwire. On the same day. <laughs> On the same day. God that damn it. And I didn't even talk to you guys about Triangle Strategy, which actually oh, is yeah. a really good game. Oh, wow. Right. I'm surprised you're uh, playing that, actually. The demo was a lot of fun. Well, it's it's basically, you know, your fire emblem. Yeah, with but I'm saying there's a lot of yappity yapping. There's a lot of yeah. Oh, good yeah. lord! I just put it on auto and walk away. <laughs> I can't walk away. It. Like, why are you even doing this? It's, it's turn based, so when he comes back, it's his turn in the next battle, so he can just. <laughs> so why are you even? Yeah, no, that that game is really good. All right, we gotta wrap this up. So let's talk through a few headlines real quick. I thought this was interesting that Gran Turismo Seven, as good of the as good as it's getting with critic reviews, after the last couple of days of shenanigans it is now the lowest user score average ever on metacritic ever it's at 2.5 i think and dropping right now now lower than last of us two babylon's the last, fall the last couple days it's lower than babylon's fall <laughs> oh, well that's because no users are playing it so they don't have anything the last to say. Couple, the last couple of days <laughs> uh it was offline and so you play it, it yeah it it came to everyone's attention that, oh, I bought this game, and if my internet connection isn't great, or if your servers go down, I can't access anything. There's, like, no content hardly mm-hmm. that you can access. That's a pro- I think that's a bad setup yeah. for a game. Like, even if you play yeah, Forza, for, when my Forza internet... is, like, just your... You can... Whatever. If you disconnect, it's no big deal. Just keep playing. You still play the game. It's just it's the, you have to, the, the online stuff goes off. So yeah. that's a... Pro- that's a that's bad. So I understand people being mad about that. I mean, that. you can still play it. Like, I played it. Not yesterday, but the day before Uh or whatever. Yesterday. No, I played it yesterday because that's when it first shut down. 
And I was like, what's going on? I don't understand why it's not connecting. And I'm in offline mode. And you can still play it, but you can't do anything that you want to do. That's what that's I'm Yeah, people are saying that player. a good amount of the content that people want in these games is locked behind being online, like having that connection there. I, I don't play the game, so I wouldn't know. But I'm just saying that's what a lot of the complaints are. And they apparently, in a recent update, just decreased a lot of the rewards you get from in-game racing, which means that it's they're essentially bad. pushing... It's already bad. They decreased <laughs> there it was by already, Are you serious? It was already bad? They decreased it. It was already it. really bad. And so your in-game wow. rewards are less, which means... They're, I mean, it's so obvious they're pushing you towards the micro microtransactions, which are there in the game. That's so yeah. disappointing. Okay, I hope, like, you know I hate whiners, but I, this is where I'm calling, I'm asking all the whiners to come on out. Please <laughs> whine about this, because it's already bad. It's like NBA 2K bad. Yeah, as wow. far as you, You're not getting, here's, let me say it this. It's not that the rewards are god-awful. They're not good, and if they've halved them or something like that, that's really, really bad. It's the cost for everything is not real cost. Meaning, if a car in real life is like a hundred thousand, they charge like four hundred thousand. Okay. It's like buying a car from Walt Disney World. Like they just are like, oh, <laughs> oh sure, yeah. we'll just uh, jump the price up. Yeah, it's times. got that freaking mouse on it, right? So I mean, it's obviously worth. Dude, it. that was another beauty beautiful thing about forts was everything felt accessible and attainable even the expensive fancy awesome cars felt i don't care what people say call me a fanboy or anything forza motorsport that's not horizon forza, okay. forza motorsport is the superior game Ooh. all around and this is coming from somebody who and i've as a driving about, simulator game right as a i enjoy gran turismo 7 i think it's yeah. fun i just don't think i think the presence presentation's lame it's still presentation from ps3 i think graphically this is going to shock people it's not that amazing it really isn't it looks decent but it still looks like they took ps4 assets and then just went okay we'll make it 4k Ooh. they did not make it look more detailed the world that you're in isn't prettier so this is one of those effects of yeah. that people get upset. Like, hey, why is this still PS4? Make it PS5 only. And this is one of the side effects of that is it still feels last gen. Is it both, though? Or is it just PS5? It's both. No, it's, oh, it's, okay. it's both. Okay. both. Okay. I didn't realize that. that yeah. And it. again, don't run with it and take it out of context. Like, oh, he hates the game or he's a no, he's an Xbox. Like it. It's a good game. I keep coming back to it. I'm like, this is fun. I'm enjoying the cafe and doing all these little things. And now I'm getting into the races and I'm getting better at the racing. And I found, you know, the settings that work for me. And that's I'm playing it on normal, but I have enough like helpful settings that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 a tough game. Like it's, I was making the joke. It's harder than Elden Ring. It is <laughs> like sim racers are extremely hard. If you play yeah. in the way they're supposed man, to 2022 be. is the year of the tough games. Man. <laughs> it's a, well, I mean, the past is. couple of years haven't been tough at all. So, I mean, just throw yeah. it at us, you know, that's it true. Was... I mean, to be fair, that is the feedback gamers kept giving developers is that we're tired of you holding our hands. We're tired of you making sure. easy games. We're tired of this, tired of that. Here we go. But now we're making all those and people are whining and being like, <laughs> why are you not holding my hand? Yeah. Why well, they it... want accessibility. Remember, that's the word. That's the bad word. Uh, they're really dumb. So, yeah, it's funny to see this one get that low of user score. I think it'll over time in the long run, it'll swing back up to a more 
relatively normal score. Right now it's getting bombed. But speaking of horrible Metacritic scores, Babylon's Fall. Uh, Square Enix is insisting that the future of this game is not in danger, despite the <laughs> tough start. They've already got the next couple seasons pretty much done, they said, and they're working on season three. Dude, have you guys actually looked at that game? No. I mean, I've actually like, looked, like, at looked at it, yes. Just it's the just the video. I've watched one YouTube thing. Gross, of it. ugly, like Strangers of Paradise looks better than that. <laughs> but dude, they they actually so they actually said there's a number of elements that they want to improve in the game, but visuals is not one of them. <laughs> wow, <laughs> they absolutely nailed their invi- they what they envisioned. This is the like, same. About, this the is the same group that criticized the Avengers and yes, and Guardians and Guardians. Okay, cool. Right. Dude, I I hope I hope. They don't say that this didn't this didn't fall under expectations or something yeah. like that with Babylon. Like I don't. That would be hilarious if they just yeah. don't even say that Dude, at all. They don't have players. There's nobody that cares about this game. And On release day, it was six hundred and fifty full... people. Not six hundred fifty thousand on Twitch. Yeah. No, no, on active users on Steam on release. Oh, oh, oh. So it didn't even crack the top fifty on the day it came out. So I mean, that's really embarrassing. That's real bad. Yeah, um, really but let's get to some good news. Uh, if you're a Monster <laughs> Hunter Rise fan, the Sunbreak DLC, there's some new, there was a new, um, it wasn't, I don't know if it was a full direct, but there was a new video on that that just came out. Mm. That's launching on June 30th on both Switch and PC. Um, and that apparently is going to have a whole bunch of content. So go check that out. They showed some of the new monsters and some of the new gear that they're going to include in story. They're going to include with Sunbreak for Monster Hunter Rise. And then we didn't cover this a couple weeks ago, but it was announced that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I don't think we talked about this. No, I don't think we did either. New entries in the Pokemon. I mean, it's full-on new Pokemon games. Um, Scarlet and Violet with, um, you know, new starters and the whole deal. It's not like a remake or a spinoff. It's like the, you know, new entries, like Sword and Shield. And that comes out this holiday. Good. We don't get enough Pokemon. Um, (laughs) I know. I know it. There's never any Pokemon games. Nope. We didn't just have one two months ago, that's for sure. Nope. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, and then oh what were we going to say Dan well I was going to say if you guys had a particular starter you thought was was cute Uh, no my kids all liked the fire one though I showed them that one did any of you buy the Mario Kart uh, booster oh and the cat my my daughter liked the cat but the boys liked the they thought the fire one looked funny and silly and they liked that yeah they're uh, that duck looks like he ain't going to take it that duck is pretty alpha I would say that's a Karen duck. If I ever saw one, that's, that's a Karen a... duck. Yeah, he just he just asked for the manager. Just <laughs> He's like, um, I'm here to kill chaos only. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yep. So so yeah, that's I mean that's a pretty big announcement. I think we totally missed it unless I just forget that we talked about it. Did I was asking? Did you, any of you buy uh, Mario Kart 8 DLC? No. Mm-mm. No. It, it released on Friday. Eh, I yeah. Some of you guys would. No, I am on the fence whether or not I want to get their expansion pass plus and try some N64 games and then oh, also yeah. get that DLC for free. That's part I, of it comes with the expansion pass. So plus. I technically have the DLC. I just don't have the uh, Switch version. I have the Wii U version still. I never bought oh, the Switch Mario version. Oh, Mario Kart? Really? Yeah, you're, not, just, you're not one of like the 20 fake Nintendo fans. No, so they could get one more sale. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> that game, is on the, that game tops the charts every month. I don't understand. I don't understand I, it. Same as GTA. Yeah, who, who doesn't crazy. have that game now? That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everyone who has a Switch. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. A couple more things. Supermassive yeah, UK. Uh, they've announced their new horror game, The Quarry. Of course, this is the folks who are doing the uh, Dark... What's it called? Pictures. Dark, Anthology, Dark Pictures Anthology. And they did... Um, Until Dawn. That? 
until dawn thank you and so this is but this is brand new ip it's not connected to those as far as we know and it comes out on june 10th well no it's a quote-unquote spiritual successor to until dawn so yeah, it's, it's say, like a full it's like a full until dawn, like experience. until dawn yeah but it's not a sequel to that with like no, i don't think i don't think so not in the traditional sense i, I mean they I, might I think, tie it somehow but i doubt it yeah. yeah it might be like in the same universe or something but like well it's Corey, the same yeah. idea of there's a lot of famous actors in this like you'll recognize yeah. a lot of people in this dave arquette and, yeah david arquette's like the arquette. don't do anything when i'm gone type guy he's old man in this <laughs> and uh and yeah it feels like it's like a whole cast of like eight kids or something you gotta keep alive so I, it looks like it's gonna be like a long one not like one of those dark pictures where it's like uh four or five hours i think it's gonna be nice. like four or something and Derek mentioned this earlier, but um, the FromSoft team tweeted out that Elden Ring now has 12 million tarnished. So we can just assume that means 12 million copies sold. Jeez. That is a verified home run hit. I mean, that is... That's that is, insane. That's a blockbuster well, game. Dark Souls 3 just hit, I think, 3 million not too yep. long ago. Really? So that's clearly wild. people jumped on this bandwagon yes. that normally don't buy Souls games. It was, dude, it was a combination of the hype from industry leaders like Jeff Keighley, whether you like him or not or whatever. Like He helped build hype for this game, of course, with the Game Awards. Having George R.R. R. Martin attached helped. And for people that are doing all the previews, talking about how this is the Legend of Zelda of Souls games, Like they had the right messaging going into this thing. And um, I mean... Listen, even selling three million—that's a pretty solid. That's a pretty solid outing for most studios, for most games. That's not bad at all. I mean, it's not like you they know, sold a Nintendo twelve million, franchise. but nine million people asked for a refund because of accessibility <laughs> issues. <laughs> accessibility. So they Which really then only puts it made under three million. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, for Square that would be under expectations. By the way, that is a oh yeah probably that is a it's massive hit. I'm I'm glad that it's that big of a hit, and I hope that they, like I I would much rather hear that they're working on Elden Ring two than Dark Souls four personally. But I mean, sure. this is Dark Souls four. We're never gonna get another Dark Souls game. They Good. already they're done with that series. Yep. So this is why people are like, Elden Ring is nothing but an open world Dark Souls. Yeah, because they're done with Dark Souls, so they're making a different Dark yeah, Souls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was <laughs> like with Demon's Souls, right? They, they which technically yeah. is owned by Sony, right? In in the name. So they were like, all right, well, we'll do Dark Souls instead. So. There you go. There you go. Uh, there is a rumor right now that Uncharted, the um, Thieves collection, that could actually release in July. Someone was doing some digging around the Steam API <laughs> with a recent update, and it looks like July might be when that hits PC. So, so the Legacy of Thieves, is that referring to 4 and Lost Legacy? Yes. Yeah. So that didn't come out? I thought that came out the same time. It's, the... it's not on PC. It's just on PS5. Huh. I'm waiting for it on PC. I mean, I bought the update grade on ps5 just to own it yeah but i'm waiting i won't play uncharted 4 again but i'll play the other one for a second time this, this is one of those uh fake, this is one of those fan. data mining data mining yeah. rumors that could be true Who and it could be i want to climb another rock <laughs> it could be a placeholder date they could have just said like hey a second half of the year put 7 1 22 on there like it could be a placeholder date but it could be coming into summer makes sense it's gonna come they already yeah. said when they were launching the PS5, they're like coming soon. Like they, yeah. it'll be there this year. Just who knows when. Hopefully, hopefully July. That'd be a good time for that. I um, really want PlayStation to start moving their games over faster. I would absolutely love to play Gran Turismo Seven on PC because we wouldn't have to settle for ray tracing mode, which is just 
whenever you're looking at the car. It's not there's no ray tracing in the actual gameplay, which is dumb. Oh, it's part of why the game doesn't look very PS5. Interesting. All right. And then lastly, before we talk about a couple of things we're watching, uh, a Plague Tale TV series is in the works, which is pretty friggin' awesome. That game is yeah. very, very cinematic. <clears throat> I mean, it should have always been a TV show because the gameplay sucked. Am I right? <laughs> it was boring. <laughs> tell us how you feel. I you always. Just, I don't want to hear that. Don't actually don't tell us how you feel. Literally, don't get al- I don't get along with any of you guys. I always tell you how I feel. But what I think is oh, interesting is there was a, us, one of the assistant directors from Quentin Tarantino's *Inglorious Bastards* is involved in it, which is cool. So. I think there's a lot to be. I think he's either showrunner or director on the okay. show because it sounds like it's like his studio or something. The way he verb, I don't know, the verbiage in his tweet made it seem like he's super involved in the show. Yeah, and it's it gonna sounds, be very like French. He, very he, he, French. This could be like markety where someone told him what to say, but you get the yeah. vibe that maybe he actually played it and really liked the story and wanted to. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. he talks about bringing Hugo's story. I always wanted story, to finish so. that game. I really did, but I'm. I feel like it just drags on too much, and it's not my style game. I know some of you guys like it, but you know it's funny that you say that. Like the, you're right. The, the gameplay is very much like a narrative adventure game style gameplay, <clears throat> where yeah. the, there's not strong combat, of course, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's a narrative adventure game with some interesting sort of uh, gameplay combat moments, but the aesthetics of it, the art design, yeah, really really strikes me as a FromSoft friendly. Like if you like FromSoft art design, mm. you would you like it's, Plague Tales. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's it that reminds gothic, me of like uh, Dragon Age and stuff. Dragon Age, sure. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, got yeah. that gothic art style, which kind of yeah. makes sense because it's from that era, right? Of the the plague, the, where yeah. it's like exactly. gothic artists were all the rage and shit, making all the castles and stuff. So yep, yep, yep. Truly, truly creepy at times. And so yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if that comes to fruition real or life. just becomes one of those things that's talked about and never never happens. real real life rat tornadoes that's what i demand in this show <laughs> uh as far as stuff that we're watching i did finally see the new spider-man movie which is fantastic Ooh. um really enjoyed yes. it um i Dude. think i think just like every marvel movie it's one of those things where if you want to sit there and really poke holes and plots and motivations you could sure but Dude, if you just watch that and just have fun with it and all the fan service and cool story momentum stuff they build kind of leading into other Marvel stuff, it's a I lot of fun. Tim, I, I struggle to poke holes in this one, though. Like, I mean... Well, I think when you do, like, the multiverse stuff, you're always going to get the yeah, jackasses so, I mean, that are going to be like, well, you know... There. No, I but, think it's but, possible. Uh, I think it's possible for all the Marvel... Like, even for... I had which... issues with it the first time I watched it. I actually liked it better the second time yeah i'm gonna watch it again with my kids this it's week culmination we spring break we'll be watching it but i love the, the but even even for those. end even for end game though like i feel like you could poke holes in it but i don't yeah. really care to because i just enjoy it so much and well, I, I don't know if it would be holes as much as like my major issue and other people have said this too so i'm not alone but even if i was i can handle it sure is the <laughs> whole plot is we didn't get into college, so let's just change the entire universe for us. Like, come on. That was so right. weak and thin and stupid. Like, and there's no way Kids in this that. universe Dude, that's that. Doctor no, Strange that's the motivation I'm talking about. They address that. Ever. <laughs> ever. Whatever. They address that. Thank you. They addressed that in the plot. Thank you very much. No, they did not address that. <laughs> yes, they did. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange called him out on it. Do, but he still 
did it, no, no. he would never sometimes do it. I forget. Hey, listen, don't get me wrong. Literally, this game he is... says, sometimes I forget you're a kid. Because he's a kid making a dumb freaking call. That's why it's important okay. in the plot. Fa- it's important. Fa- but listen, that this movie is excellent from start to finish. The performances are great. The visuals are great. I loved it. But to pretend like Doctor Strange making that decision to do what he did after everything that happened in Infinity War and Endgame, like... Really, you're gonna do this because some kid comes to you with a sob story about yes. him and his kids struggling. No. Yes, well, well I think it, it really makes complete sense to me. Well, no, I when think you, at first you, he's. But you wrapped up everything that Peter Parker's been through. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> I, no. I, I'm saying it doesn't make sense. It's not consistent with his character, in my opinion. But mm. I'm okay with it because I like how the story unfolded and what happened and how it got out of hand and then how they had to solve it. I liked it, even if I look at it and go, eh. I don't know if he would make that decision, but maybe he would, he would never do it. He would never do no, it. But and then I let it go. It wasn't. It wasn't story breaking. It wasn't. Well, can I can I just throw out there that at, like so he's he mentions that it's like a not like like a tricky spell or a dangerous spell, doesn't he? Um, yeah, and, he said and, he's done. He's done it before. It's a forgetting spell. Yeah, and he's doing it, and it's it, obviously if Peter it's wasn't no being a, deal. If, yeah. if Peter wasn't being a dumbass and kept interrupting him, then right. the spell wouldn't have broke. That's so I, the I, other I, part that felt so try hard. It just was all forced. It was so try hard. I think it you're I think you're forced. confusing force with being a movie with a plot. No. No. Yeah, that's just it was called really a plot fast. with a conflict. Like that's, that's how No, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm okay with that, but when you are stretching it that bad cuz you're like, I don't we don't have any anything else we can do. Like get out of here. You could have yeah, I mean, that's what they come up, came up with, and it is what it is. I mean, you that's, know. How, I that's how I look at it. a better sure, story because I'm going to hire James Faggerty mm-hmm. to do it. Oh, for God's sake. God's sake. And... Why did... Why? Where's oh Kyle? Oh, my God, just, dude. Bring Kyle back. Can we, uh, can we bring right. some positive pee in here? All that? All I that see why, do you see why the, co- the cop literally said to me today, he's like, you're really going to go with that answer? Like, you see you're going to fight me on this? <laughs> But this is one of those. This is you one of those cases. Your way out of that, huh? This is one of those cases where, what, and it happens in plenty of movies and shows that I adore, and games even with their stories, I sure, absolutely well, I, adore. Um, uh, that I'm I, like, I, I don't like the decision they made here because I don't feel like how I've gotten to know the character that this hmm. works and fits. I just don't. And you can't convince me that no, he would do that. And here's what I just don't think he would. That being said, I accepted right away. I was like, all right, the there, second this is the viewing, I accepted it. it. That's it's what fine. you did. Yeah. Is it still a good movie? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's great. So I will say that uh, my favorite my favorite aspect of the whole Tom Holland Spider-Man has been that he's a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even cast him as a kid. But like yeah. the way he acts is just yeah. he, he makes so many dumb decisions. Yeah. Um, but I think that's deliberate. Um, I don't think he does it as much in Far From Home. That's probably why I don't like that movie as much. Well, he kind of does. But the whole plot is. See, that's a plot that's a little dumb to me. The glasses thing, oh, get the I, hell out of here. I hated I that hated plot. I hated that. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but this one kind of made sense, even from Doctor Strange's perspective, because it was Doctor Strange who kind of planted this whole, there's one possibility that saves us all and stops Thanos into Iron Man's, into Tony Stark's head. And Tony Stark is was uh, Peter Parker's idol, his, you know, his um, mentor. Uh, father figure uh, in this universe. So, like, it makes sense that Doctor Strange is seeing that on top of compounded with Spider Man having his identity outed. But they and... didn't talk about that in the movie. Now, if they would no, they didn't. That, it's it's, part it's of always motivation. kind of have to bring that baggage with you and internalize it, maybe if you if you want to, I guess. But it, 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 
It's well, kind of like in his no. kids been through the enough. Answer I mean, is no. I don't know. No. It it's was more complicated. Would not do I, it. I, the like, reason, bye. real quick, because I didn't mean to go on this, but this is actually interesting. The reason I don't think he would do it is because the spell you're talking about, like, yeah, I've done this before. It's erasing a memory and any trace of that memory from the entire world, and that's a big deal to mess with everyone's brains. Like, I don't think he would do he it so lightly. It Exactly. He would have been playing it out for like, a while. Like, he did it that like, day. No. Peter showed up, they talked, hello back and forth, Wong said, don't do it, or, you know what, I'm out of here. And they're like, hey, let's go to the basement and do this thing. It just felt a little bit, like, it was a rushed. little bit casual for such a big deal. But again, not big the enough movies. for me to say. Because maybe, do, do you Strange, think maybe we should have gotten the reverse order of the release movies? Like, we should have gotten Doctor Strange Multiverse first? And then Spider-Man maybe after. Depends on how they do multiverse. We'll I feel like maybe yeah. we need more time with Doctor Strange for everybody to maybe. kind of grasp his motivations yeah. and maybe and, or and his expertise. If they would have laid it out a little more, if they would have laid out a little more, like you just described, like yeah. he's been he's been through so much, and then he if he feels he some like guilt about Tony. Oh yeah, his different personality in this next film because yeah. they did that with um, we talked about it. Whoever the HBO show is off of. That we've been watching. Oh, the hero, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. His personality uh, yeah, yeah. and his character is completely different in the show. He's still sure. him, but who he is and how you see him is completely different in the show than in the movie. In the movie, yeah. he's just kind of like this dumb, kind of funny jackass. And yeah. this one, he's like, oh, dude, this guy's broken. Flushed out. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I get he's it. Got some he's got some trauma. These kids, these kids and these adults and their trauma, man. It's uh, and they're superheroes. Suddenly, they're superheroes because of it. Save it's the great. trauma you know, for your mama. If I think <laughs> if they had framed it a little more like the Doctor Strange movie, where he gets in over his head and then has to fix it. If you think about that movie, that's kind of the storyline there, where he yeah. learns a lot too fast and kind of gets going too fast and kind of messes yeah. some stuff up and has to fix it. This didn't feel like that, and maybe maybe that's the vibe that I was personally missing. It didn't. It felt I like do love that. Um, there was a little bit of know, that. But otherwise, I loved. loved a, after thing. after the spell goes awry and you start to see familiar yeah. villains pop up, I yeah. do love Peter Parker's motivation in this movie, where yeah. he's like, "No, I mean, I have to help them." Like, and yeah. it's not just I have to stop them because every previous superhero would have just been like, "I have to sure. stop them." I mean, it's and naive. This is just a totally but... different motivation to me. I did like, like that. Just, and Doctor Strange was the cold-hearted, like, that's just their fate. Sorry, man. And he's like, no, yeah. I got to do something. So I did like that, too. I, I yeah, I really admired that. But it Very does. Wholesome. This is this is where you can poke holes is like, so when he when when Peter Parker kind of does get if if his plan works, let's pretend people haven't all seen it yet, even though they probably have. So if his plan works, what happens when they get sent back? Do they not? Yeah. Do they not die anymore? What's so right, that, that's right. where you can poke holes and like were they mid fight and then just die? Yeah, and then they just this... like is it still Green Goblin like getting iced by his uh his own uh yeah. glider? Like uh oh like God, God, God speed Spider-Man. God speed Spider-Man. God, yeah. God speed Spider-Man. But man, I what, what did I I really I really enjoyed it. And I see why <laughs> Oh my god, so much fun, dude. I see why people were calling for a return of a certain hero from the last series. I I, I see why, because that dude, was just really well done. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I would love that, but I don't think they ever would, of course. But and I was uh I, having seen okay, so I saw No Way Home and then Euphoria season two came out and I saw that totally different range from Zendaya. Yeah. And then I watched No Way Home again, and then I was like, that's the girl from Euphoria who just had a, you know, had a yeah. hard with went through a hard withdrawal and like like it's just crazy yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just we a just totally watched um, Homecoming because we're watching through all the Spider-Mans. We're up to Homecoming now. Yeah, she's amazing um, in that. By the way, she's, she's way great better in that. that than any other one. Tom Holland is great as the little kid in that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's that's a good one. And Michael Batman, Keaton, of course. Batman Michael Keaton steals. Michael Keaton scene in the car is like tops villain moment in MCU. Dude, and yeah, it's the best ones. That is a great one. Peter has a really great hero moment, of course, when he sees his reflection in the water of his yeah. the, as, Dude, as he can't get out from underneath there. The, some the good most there. the most Peter like Spider Man moment in that movie is the rubble on him, and yeah. you you can That's... hear the panic in his voice when oh, he's, he's a kid. To, like he's fifteen yeah. and he's like, "Someone help me!" Like he's it's like, scared, gonna, but he's yeah. pushing oh God, himself dude. up. Yeah. Like he's trying to summon the Spidey strength within him yeah. to like push it. Yeah, it's. Gives me it's great. It was a, it was, a, and I even said it to the kids like that was the hero moment. Like watch all these yeah. movies have that hero moment. And I wish, moment. I wish they managed to keep those right because the guys that wrote that script or co-wrote it uh, ended up working on Game Night, and mm. um, and, and not, I think not, not far from home, not far from home, not no way home. And you can tell in the humor, like it's just yeah. some of the humor and some of the character. I don't know. It just yeah. Wish they were brought back from Far From Home, yeah. especially because yeah, that one I, just did not work as well for me. I really, really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it to everybody if you like Marvel movies. Yeah, it's on. Uh, you can just buy it. Basically, it's on Voodoo or whatever yeah. now, right? Yeah, it's I not on it. Disney I Plus yet. Yeah. So my son can watch it seventeen times. It's yep. <laughs> it's worth owning, in my opinion. That's that's it one is. I'll probably watch more than once this year. All right. Well, I think. Oh, you know what? Let's just. If there's anything else you want to touch on that you're watching, I know we're kind of way over, but uh, whatever. Um, if you <laughs> let me let me give you stuff. a. Um, uh, an advanced screening uh, heads up. I just watched uh, The Lost City. I just came back from that right before oh, the, we recorded. The Sandra Bullock one? Um, yeah, it's a Sandra Bullock adventure movie with friend of the show Channing Tatum is in it. Yeah. Uh, a spoiler. A spoiler. <laughs> He's a lead. He's um, in it? What? And uh, I just got to say that Channing Tatum is like becoming one of the more reliable comedic actors <laughs> that's working today. And it, like his, his his lines, his throwaway lines in this are some of the best funniest moments in the movie. Yeah. Um, like he's having like where a did verbal, that start for him? Twenty one Jump Street was his. I think first it's Twenty One Jump Street because before that he was just a dance guy and step up, yeah. you know, like in doing yeah. stupid romantic Mike. <laughs> yeah, and Magic Mike. Yeah, so like I think it started in Twenty One Jump Street. Fun and like, fact: oh, crap, He went to funny. high school with my cousin. He's from Tampa, Florida. Oh, nice. Oh, oh wow. He so went you guys to are best friends. Oh yeah. BFF. You should, to, you should get him on the show. Gaither High School, which is like like a major high school in the Tampa Whoa. area. Yeah. He was a dancer. Derek's last name is Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Derek uh, so so there's like a funny moment, like in this movie, like totally lives on their chemistry, like Sandra Bullock and Shane Tatum, and it's off the charts. They're so funny with each other. But there's like a, a moment where she's like uh, or he's telling her, uh, here's our plan, and then boom. You get to have your cake and do whatever you want. And she goes, eat it too. And he goes, yeah, if that's what you want to do with it, whatever. Like, it's <laughs> there's so many little throwaway yeah. bullcrap moments like that that just tickled me. Uh, and uh, it, it, the I was going to say, did you just say tickle me? Tickle. That's it's like something me. a grandma would think. It just tickled me, silly. <laughs> Look, man, at heart, I'm a grandpa, all right? So uh, the, oh, the, story, the story is just like a traditional blockbuster kind of bullcrap. It's like an uncharted story where they're kind of looking for a treasure or whatever. I've heard uh, people da- compare it to Red Notice, where it's like charming and fun, but lighthearted, yeah. and don't take it too seriously. I would say it's funnier than Red. No- I saw it in a full oh. theater, and it's definitely funnier than Red Notice. I would. Say. Oh really? I thought like, Red Notice was pretty consistently funny. funnier. Okay. Um, cool. And Daniel Radcliffe is the bad guy. Brad Pitt po- shows up for <laughs> a bit. Brad <laughs> yeah, Pitt the, shows in, up in the trailer with Brad Dude, Pitt's Harry Potter. Yeah. Is so funny. And I do it, love the line. She yeah, goes, "Why Harry are you Potter's so handsome?" She goes, "Why are you so handsome?" I love that. Yeah, my father's a weatherman. 
He has <laughs> He has the funniest moments with Channing Tatum because Channing Tatum, unlike his other movies with G.I. Joe, his action movies, he's not equipped to fight anybody in this movie. He is uh-huh. just a handsome dude who's a model, and that's it. <laughs> That's it. So, like, he's kind of trailing Brad Pitt, fighting through people, and he's not really doing anything. He's just like, ah, that guy's awake. Ah, he's just, it's so freaking funny. That's and then, good. like, Brad Pitt will take somebody down, and as the guy's falling, Jenny Tatum will slap him or something, and Brad Pitt's like, that guy was already unconscious. What do you I didn't t- even know Brad Pitt was in this movie, too. <laughs> yeah. He's in the trailers. Dude, um, you, speaking go, of Brad Pitt, uh, speaking of Brad Pitt, side note, uh, what's a something train? Yeah, uh, bullet train. Bullet train. Dude, that, that movie, movie looks, looks amazing. Yeah, that movie looks sick, dude. Great wacky, cast, by the way. Yeah, wacky. I just wanted to give an early uh, review on this because nice. I think it comes out next week. So that's Netflix, right? No, that's on uh, in theaters oh, only. I thought it was coming to Netflix. I think it's okay. a Paramount movie, so okay. eventually okay. it'll come to Paramount. Paramount Plus. Plus. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right, we are running way longer than usual so let's wrap it up thank you guys this is a fun conversation appreciate it and we'll see you next week peace big old